7 o'clock. Do you know where your freedom is? Welcome to another edition of Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. What you're about to see is nothing short of a miracle. So revolutionary that at this point in time, there is nothing else like it anywhere. Now you may ask yourself, how is this possible? Computers, that's how. He has a machine and a cord right out of his computer. Prepare to make computer to computer contact. That is an idiot idea. Holy mackerel. The internet, that's the one with email, right? You've got mail. Yeah, who said that? Thank you. God bless the internet. That's where the real action is. Come on and take a look. This could be very interesting indeed. Welcome to the Tuesday edition of Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick, broadcasting live on IndieMediaWeekly.com worldwide. And I am Kenny Pick, fresh off a visit with our good friend Kat in Columbus, Ohio, the Picklesheimer family reunion, uh, a trip to Ikea, and Labor Day. And, uh, yeah, and I'm back. We're back. So, <laughs> uh, and it, all that happened in, in exactly that order as well. And then I went back to work today, but then I said to my boss, I want to take tomorrow off. So give me a vacation day. So I'm taking tomorrow off too. Uh, I got to go to Penny's and buy an outfit for a wedding this weekend. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, anyway, welcome to the show. Welcome back to rain from four freedoms blog in Washington, DC. The hurricane's not my fault. It's not. It's not. But your birthday kind of is your parents' fault. Right. Happy yes. belated birthday. Thank you. So Thank we'll, you. We'll, we'll, I'm 50 and I love it. We'll uh, reissue your birthday boner tonight. And, of course, Rob Poole, is his birthday, of course, uh, former Mike Jack radio show host, uh, co-host, that is. Um, it's his birthday today. But, and of course, uh, joining us on the program for all three hours, uh, Mr. Joe Santorsa from Scranton, Pennsylvania, the Electric City, also heard on the Tim Carmel Show and can be found at the poorly written political blog, Home of the Clown Car. It's the virtual garage for the clown car. <laughs> it could be found anywhere. <laughs> in a bunker. Sure. <laughs> anywhere. Sure. Uh, yeah, it's, it's pouring rain here, by the way. Terrible. You know, uh, it hit us uh, it, it about 2 o'clock today. Yesterday was terrible. So it, probably everything that blew our way from the dissipating uh, hurricane in Texas probably is, is now hitting you. And God knows, you know, uh, well, I, I don't want to get into that too much because we are going to have some hurricane talk on the program. And who better to have on the program than uh, Michelle and Miles in Port St. Lucie, Florida, who uh, you guys are a little bit nervous about uh, what's brewing down there right now, huh? Oh, yes. <laughs> no, a little, but not not as much as Michelle. No, I I went through Andrew, so... Mm -hmm. Uh, I survived it. It was it was uh, it was it was a it was a challenge, but you know I wasn't yeah. any my life wasn't in danger. But uh, well, lost a little bit of roof and some trees fell. That kind yeah. Of thing. Well, to put this in pers into your perspective, Rain, you were you were uh, uh, I, I rudely interrupted a, a, a brief conversation before we went on air. Um, but uh, Rain, you had a question uh, for uh, Michelle and Miles. I I just want to know where you guys were in Florida. Okay. I mean, you talk so, about Port St. Lucie, but that's an yeah. Yeah. Where yeah, are you? It's in not. A, it's not. A, it's not a well-known. Not a well-known place. Um. So when you look at Florida, the most obvious feature that you'll notice in the center of it is a big lake called Lake Okeechobee. 
Mm. Now, if you take um, like a level and put it at the very top of the lake and draw a line due east to the coast, that's where we are. Okay. Wow. Okay. So, if you want to get more specific, where I-95 and the Florida Turnpike cross over each other, we're in that little nest egg of an area. Well, I've seen yeah. some of the, the... I watched on... Um, I don't know if it was the Weather Channel or CNN or what it was, but I watched some of the computer um, predictive patterns that they, they put... The computer models, I suppose. And it, it looks like uh, a lot of them are saying it's going to go up the... Um, the west side of the peninsula, but a few are predicting it's going to go up the east side. So if it goes up the east side of the peninsula, that is where you guys could potentially see a lot more. Yeah, it would be worse for us. Yes. Yeah. The, the good thing is, the good the good thing is that we are east of US one. I mean, we're west of US one and west of the turnpike. So. We're out of the normal evacuation zones and things like that. Okay, because my next my next comment was going to be I I've been seeing I've been I've been watching on you know fake news Washington Post. <laughs> yeah. um, it looks there's an awful there's an awful lot of models that even if it goes east or what I mean Florida is not that wide. They're no. it, they they're showing this storm going north. Even if it's to the west or to the east, it looks like all of Florida is going to be. And this storm is huge. This storm, I I remember Andrew. I was not down there in Andrew. But I do remember watching Andrew closely. And this storm is bigger than this storm. I'm I'm deeply concerned. I have a pit in my stomach. Sorry. Sorry, Miles. Oh, no, no. It's okay. I I, I lived through Andrew. uh, But the funny thing about Andrew... Um, the, it was rated a category four because once you category five it, it goes to act of God and insurance companies get to skate. I don't know if they got rid of that law or not. Anyway, Mm. so the, the, uh, the wind meter on the weather building in uh, Miami was spinning along and it was the official reader of how fast the wind was going and it tracked hurricane Andrew up to about 145 miles an hour. And that's the highest reading they got because it was at that point that the wind meter ripped off the roof. <laughs> so yes. it, it could have been higher. It could have been Cat 5, which is uh, 155, if memory well, serves. And, also and that was back it's, in 91, yeah. right? 94. It was 94. Okay. And also set yeah, some we of were. our li- set some of our listeners' minds at ease. Michelle, you you were saying uh, I, I forget one of you guys were talking about uh, you have shutters that that are going up and oh so yeah we we were we live in a very solid concrete blockhouse. We have very good shutters. Um, we we are in a high area that um, is not only not in the floodplain but it's also a high fill area where they build the houses on top of it. And okay. we've had some really horrific rains before. And the worst it's gotten is with like six feet up our driveway. We, it, okay. it, it's never gotten anywhere close to the house. The only problem this, we have is a pool overflowing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this storm will not be a flooding type storm. It's going mm. to move fast. It's going to get over us. It's just going to deliver wind. 
like Andrew did. It's going to be wind devastation. This is not a flooding type storm like they had. We are not going to well, have here. And the, they have is, is this storm coming in? Is this? And I know this is really far out, but is this storm coming in when high tide happens? And the uh, reason why I, I ask. It, well, the reason why I ask because I've been watching this. If you, you guys know, we're friends on Facebook. I've been, I've been a nerd about this today. But <laughs> I know, I know that you guys are probably about two hours north of Miami. But right now, Miami floods just during high tide. That didn't happen twenty years ago. Uh, and we'll no. feel a lot more of it than we will. Even if it's not high tide, the storm surges and stuff, it's yeah. going to be rough. Well, I mean, th would would high tide even matter? Because when you know when it gets close enough to the warm waters down there, I mean, th that's like it. That's like you know, it, it's going to be kicked up on steroids, right? Yeah. It's like yeah. it'll, that'll cause the the warm water uh, will will cause the cause the winds to accelerate, right? Um, it. Well, once the hur the eye of the hurricane's on land, it immediately starts to weaken. That's that's yeah. all that consistently happens. But if it goes um, up the but coast, the storm surge. Yeah. Going north on the coast, yeah. If it stays off the coast and just skates by, oh, <laughs> uh, there is so much development on the east side of you of uh, Florida. Oh, that would be brutal. Well, I it, remember. I remember. Anyway, that's, that's and aren't the, the in uh, from my understanding too the, the U.S. and British Virgin Islands are right in the path of this thing before it even gets to the warmer water. So all yeah, those oh, Puerto Rico, all those mansions yeah. and resorts and everything yeah. on those little islands are uh, and Cuba. Oh yeah, yeah. The, the, those places uh, the, you can expect to see total. Oh, it's going to be bad. I, I don't know those islands. I don't know how um, mountainy they are. I mm -hmm. guess is a I made up a word. <laughs> but uh, maybe mountainous. But, you know, if you're on mountainous. The, yeah, mountainous, right? So if if they've got some mountains, that'll break up the wind a little bit. If you're on the on the good side of the mountain, if you're on the wrong side of the mountain, it it accelerates the wind. But you know, if there's trees and it's there's a lot of factors, but yeah, yeah. If you've got a nice mansion with <laughs> a coconut at 180 miles an hour. I'll tell you, it, it'll do some damage. Oh God, it'd be like Man. a cannonball. Oh yeah. yeah. So uh, well, it sounds I, like I, you guys are going to be semi okay. We'll be fine. We'll be I feel, fine. I guess We're when not, I say semi okay, it's just you're still going through a hurricane. You know, you're yeah. I know it I'll sounds like you're not going to lose your house and all that other stuff, but it's yeah. still a hurricane. Somebody it's, has a cricket again. Uh, it's me. <laughs> <laughs> He's back. Jiminy's back. It's, I think it's Jiminy Jr. Jiminy Jr. I'm going to pull or, over. Or, I'm or pulling maybe, over. <laughs> or maybe it's the ghost of Jiminy. Aww. Oh, I'm cricket. sorry. <laughs> um, Jiminy Jr. Well, <laughs> uh, Fran Fran Francie's asking where Mar-a-Lago is. Mar-a-Lago is in West Palm. It's about an hour and 50 minutes south of where Michelle and I are. So, yeah, wishing for Mar-a-Lago to go would cause us a little bit more stress than normal. But, uh, I, yeah, but Palm <laughs> Beach, that, that area has never been hit directly from a hurricane. I did look into this. I'm a nerd. Nerd. Mar-a-Lago is not going anywhere. And even if it does, you know, Trump doesn't care because he's going to get a tax break. You're a nerd Francis with a cricket did sidekick. Some good damage. Uh, What's that? Gene, 
Francis I said, and Gene did some good damage. That was, I think, early 2000. Like, that was 2004, I think. No, I just said you're a nerd with a cricket sidekick. I am a nerd with a cricket sidekick. And that cricket isn't even that loud. <laughs> He's I adorable, though. I tell you, though, though there... There must be people taking this seriously because I went to Publix today just to pick up some toilet paper and uh, some paper towels, and they were um, already had their signs up front limiting the amount of water people could buy, and they the uh, checkout girl and the um, the, uh, the the bag boy said that they had lines at the gas station earlier in the morning that were all the way out to the to the main road that passed by our Publix. So oh wow wow. Well. Hopefully, yeah. The yeah, I have a friend who lives. Um, again. Yeah, I have a friend who lives about thirty minutes north of Dunedin, Florida, and she and so that's on the Gulf Coast. Um, and she's saying she's saying the same thing. She went out to try to get stuff, and th- there's nothing out there. So we're telling her, and I'm going to tell everybody else out there who's listening. Tonight's the night to order from Amazon Prime. If you need yeah. batteries, if you need charcoal, if you need anything that you can get, tonight is the night from, to order from Amazon. So this way it'll get here by at least Friday morning. And I don't yeah, think Yeah, I got some cat advice. food coming in. And that's about cat it. food, dog food. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, all of that stuff. Because, yeah, I, yeah I've been hearing a lot of stories that the, the stores are just already. Well, so. I, I ordered a package from uh, California on the 28th. And FedEx sent me a notification saying that it would be uh, delayed until like tomorrow or Thursday because uh, oh. of uh, you know what happened in Texas with Harvey. Oh, okay. So, so that means that Amazon is actually sending what they can to Harvey first. Uh, yeah. I, I, well, this is FedEx. This was a FedEx through uh, a seller on eBay. So. Oh, okay. And I, I'm fine. Wait on my frivolous little order. I, I can, I'm sure I'll be good. So I won't tell everybody that it's a bunch of Alien Covenant action figures. So, uh, wait, what? <laughs> yeah. The, the way the storm's projecting, uh, it is a concern looking at uh, South Florida. If it directly hits, because I lived in, uh, you know, basically Homestead, Florida when Andrew hit. And that was devastating. Oh. And if this hits that place again, I mean, there was a marked difference. I went to bed that night, and the world before it, I saw tall trees. We're talking trees that were easily 50, 60 feet high. Sure. And when you woke up the next day, they were gone. It was a clear horizon. So oh, wow. uh, I, I have to ask, uh, is there uh, – I know it started happening in Texas. I was talking to – I was talking. I think I was talking to my dad about this. Or no, no, or maybe Kat. I don't know. I had so many conversations this weekend. Maybe it was uh, uh, on Mike Check Radio. I have no idea. But we were talking about uh, – talking to somebody about the price gouging going on in Texas with uh, gas – water you know um and and it's and it was grotesque because you know there were i I saw you know some idiot on fox news say well texas is awesome look there's no price gouging going on um don't speak too soon because it happened and i forget uh how much they said they were charging for gasoline but it was it was astra-fucking-nomical yeah, some person was doing like four or five times the normal price for gasoline per gallon. Another mm-hmm. person was doing uh, like 90 bucks for a case of water. 
Wow. It, so do you think? Do you think? Since you're you're a, a bit of a red a lean red leaning state, uh, anything like this is going to happen. You think Rick Scott will allow any of that to happen? Oh, it'll always happen. I don't know how he's going to come down on it though. Are there I any laws against it? Oh yeah. oh, yeah. I remember stories of, um, it was after uh, one of the hurricanes that hit, and someone up north, and I say north like it could have been Georgia, anywhere all the, uh, all the way up through whatever, they bought a bunch of generators, power generators, and they had the brilliant idea to buy those generators, come down to Florida, and sell them for a tidy profit. Oh. Guess what happened to them? They got arrested. Good. <laughs> for gouging. Now me, I'm gonna buy a couple cases of eclipse glasses for the next eclipse. But those aren't a necessity. <laughs> and I'm gonna I'm gonna go. I'm gonna sell those for a hefty profit, but um, you know, I'm not gonna you know, oh oh I'm either, you know, well, I guess it would be like, okay, no, sorry, look at it with your bare eyes like, you know, Trump did. Um, but uh I don't know. I probably won't do that plan anyway. Uh but uh yes. Yeah, yeah, this yeah, isn't a matter of life or death. Yeah. Yeah. The gas was about $289 a gallon, but that's just because also there's a gas shortage with some of the pipelines being shut down and all that sort of stuff. So yeah. I expected it to be higher than normal. Um, we have a full house generator, fully tanked up ga- uh, 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 um, subterranean gas uh, tank for it. So that's good. That'll keep us for about a week or week plus. Um, we've got two propane tanks for our grill, so we're good there. We've got plenty of water. I'm filling up five-gallon water jugs as we speak. So I, I think we're set. We're not going to have to worry about the gouging portion of yeah. it. Yeah. Well, you know what was interesting is um, gas prices here, uh, since Trump has taken office, it's gone up 60 cents a gallon. Yeah, and, and yeah. It, it was it was you know before hurricane season even began, we were riding yeah, under we were ri- riding under two bucks a gallon in Obama's uh, last days in office. Yeah, the, the, <laughs> it's interesting that you bring that up because there's been a slow creep. That's this is very underreported. That it's not just the gas has been going up, hiring has slowed down, mm-hmm. unemployment is quietly creeping in. Yeah. Yes, you know, is. so, you know, I know this doesn't have to do with the hurricane, but all of Trump's inaction when it comes to our economy is slowly creeping up. It's well, happening. I, I did a quick Google, Google, uh, Google church. Google church. <laughs> um, I, I did a quick search um, after Michelle mentioned gas prices going up because I'm like, yeah, they've been going up here too, and and it's been for a lot longer since before hurricane uh, prices. And now, you know, I'm seeing stories: gas prices soar as Labor Day weekend comes to a close. Um, and you know, it's just like, I mean, it's seriously. I think up the street, I think it's like four fifty nine a gallon now. We just gassed up the other what? day, or I'm sorry, two fifty nine, two fifty nine. My apologies. Okay. Two fifty nine, four seventy billion dollars a gallon. Uh, no, uh, it, no, like two sixty. Two sixty is what uh, two fifty to two sixty. And again, you know, we were we were skating right below. Uh, you know, it, it would fluctuate anywhere between like two nineteen and you know as low as a dollar eighty nine. Right. So, and he, he, I think even lower. I think it got down to a buck seventy nine at one point. 
but uh, but yeah, it, it's kind of kind of funny. And now I think, unfortunately, um, uh, conservatives will be able to use this as an excuse, uh, you know, to say, "Oh well, sorry, there's a shortage now." You know, I don't oh, know. they will. The corporations will do the same thing. They'll just yeah. say, you know, the oil company will say, well, now we have a demand for it, so we can keep the prices this way because people are paying it. Yeah. Yeah, oh. except for the fact that we have um, all of our reserves are filled. Oh, yeah. yeah all well, of our oil reserves and gas reserves, all of that's filled. Oh, and they'll never be and opened. Rick they'll Perry never doesn't be even open. know what the hell he's talking about, by the way. Yeah. Oh, oh. Newsflash. <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> Guess what? Sky's blue. Yeah. So, um, uh, anyway, well, Joe, uh, why don't you jump in on this? Because uh, we, we've kind of been uh, talking uh, storm shop here. Any any thoughts on any of this? Uh, yeah. Uh, for anybody that's uh, hoping Rick Scott will stop uh, anyone from price gouging, I want everybody to remember that he um, he presided over the largest Medicare fraud settlement in the history of Medicare. Oh, that's at the right. Time. Oh, yeah. He paid. He overcharged and and gouged Medicare to the tune of 1.7 billion. That's would a B dollars. Yeah. And uh, his company was fined, and he resigned as CEO. So you know, not too quick to think that. Rick Scott's going to be your uh, savior when it comes to price gouging because he's like a pro at it. Oh, yeah. He'll probably raise your taxes. He'll probably raise your taxes. Yeah, I wouldn't trust him as far as I could throw his uh, fire marshal bill lookalike, buddy. Yeah, the the Florida Attorney General is elected, and so if they want their job, they will enforce the law. Uh, They they won't skate on that that crap. Oh, I'm sure. I, I just found it ironic that... You mentioned price gouging, and you're thinking yes. your governor is the biggest price gouger in history. Yeah, yeah. he is. I all that money that those drug tests were supposed to make him. Remember, they were talking about all the money that the drug tests were going to make the yeah. private uh, medical industry, and he was—he still had his hands in that, even though he said he divested himself of it. Yeah, uh, right. scumbag. And so, yeah, going to be running for our Senate seat. Which, uh, uh, but the one thing I'm looking forward to is with Trump in office, it's going to cause a swelling of Democratic votes in the off year in 2018, and that will hopefully give Florida a Democratic governor. Oh, from your mouth to God's ears. I um, certainly or the spaghetti hope monster so. or somebody, yes. somebody's ears for the love of something. <laughs> Magical space fairy. Hmm. Yes, yes. I will, uh,. <laughs> I'll also uh, give you a, a, a well, oh, sorry, I loaded the wrong thing here. I'll give you a, a, a quickie uh, amen for that uh, thought there. So. Amen. Let's help. Amen. Uh, so, Miles and Michelle, yeah. are you looking forward to Trump visiting your state? <laughs> no. <laughs> 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 it comes down once. So. And- <laughs> He comes well, down once, he, and then he realizes he screwed it up so bad he needs a do-over. So he has to carry an empty box to the back of a truck. Wow. <laughs> yeah, that was pathetic, wasn't it? Jeez. I heard, oh. one of, I heard he tried to put it in the cab at one point or something like that. That's he, weird. He did. It was weird. It was weird. I mean, it was... um. 
the, it was a plastic, the, the thing that he put in the cab, this is interesting because it was a food safe container. I recognize this because, you know, we do home brewing and we have food safe containers for the, for the spent grains. And so he lifted this thing. And as soon as he lifted it, I was like, that sucker's empty. Oh, no way. Yes. I, I somebody this. can find the video and put it, put it in the chat. That thing was empty, and he was supposed to put it in the back of the truck. And instead, what he did is he took this empty plastic container, and he handed it to the truck driver. Well, he handed it's like, it to the guy in the front of the truck and said, here, you want to take this? It, well, it's like when he, when he uh, was down in, um, what, Mississippi, was it? Uh, and he, t- he and uh, Mike Pence took some Play-Doh down there. Um, and uh, I know they took other stuff, but it was just funny because they were unloading Play-Doh, and it seemed, you know. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, they were, and, and he tried to give all this Play-Doh, this big, he was struggling with this case of, like, Play-Doh or toys or whatever. And he, he looked like he was going to tip over. And he tried well, to ha- he tried to force it in, into a, a, the arms of a woman who was, like, a, a foot shorter than him. And then he was like, no, no, no. He was like, no, no, we need a big strong man for this. We need a strong boy. Where's the strong boy? Give me a strong boy. Hurry, hurry. You know? This video makes that look good. Wow. Because he did. He put it he put it in he put it in, in the through the front window and he said, Here, you want to take this? And then at a certain point somebody said, Do you can I take your picture? And so he kinda of put his he put his arm on the top of the truck, acting like he's all macho and Oh yeah. And so then he walks away, he walks away and they hand him some more boxes. And in the, at one point in this video, and I swear to God, find the video, post it in the chat, somebody kind of pointed to him saying, You gotta put it in the bed of the truck. <laughs> and it was another it was another <laughs> it, what looked like a very empty box. So then he put in two empty boxes. He didn't even put them in there right. And then somebody finally handed him a case of, of soda, or it looked like canned water or something. And he put that in the bed. He walked away, and he looked at the camera, and he's like, whew, that was, that was some good exercise. <laughs> I thought they were Trump steaks. I thought oh. they were Trump steaks. It was it's Maybe, it's but I couldn't believe he said, I thought that was good exercise. <laughs> it was too much exercise for him is what it was. You're lucky he didn't need a golf cart to get him from the the, the loading dock hey. to the t- truck. Yeah, hey Trump, can you do this you, other case for us? No, it's stupid. <laughs> uh, yeah, seriously. Uh, and uh, also, I want to mention before we go to the break, and we do have break coming up. Uh, I, I noticed um, he still really hasn't figured out where he's going to give that one million dollars of his own money that uh, him and his asshole sons keep bragging about. Um, you know, all these uh, assholes in the in the hive of scum and villainy were like, oh, well, how much money has Obama donated? I don't know. Maybe he's just not out there crowing about it like Fat Donnie and his clan. Well, Donnie you know? didn't donate anything. He just made a pledge, and we know mm-hmm. how his pledges go. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. And somebody holds foundation. his feet to the fire. Yep. Like yep. he did with those veterans. Right. Oh, <laughs> exactly. or, you can go, or you can go back to, to David Farenthold's entire series from the Washington Post of when he went and tracked down every every supposed donation from t- Trump through the foundation. And it was nothing. Yeah. Farenthold got a Pulitzer Prize for that. That, that is true. Because it was nothing. 
So yeah, so don't uh, count your Trump chickens before they're hatched, you Trump cultists, because you can brag all you want about Trump's empty promises, because that's all they are, empty promises. Uh, so anyway, uh, it is time to hit the break. When we come back, we're going to get into, we're obviously going to talk about uh, the, the DACA um, decision from the Trump cult. Uh, and oh. uh, we're gonna hear. Uh, I have Brooke Baldwin's in the entire. She read Obama's entire statement in like four and a half minutes. I have that uncut. We're gonna play that. Um, and we have some uh, some lucky lucky. We have some Huckabee Sanders. Everybody, uh, and, <laughs> uh, an interesting little slip of the tongue happened today too. Um, <laughs> And uh, we'll have some. Uh, we'll <laughs> oh my some, God, some, that sounds some, dirty. Yeah. Well, no, not with. No. <laughs> uh, but anyway, and we have some. Uh, it's an awesome uh, clip from Jake Tapper on the follow-up on uh, the uh, Trump lie about the uh, Obama wiretap and all kinds of other fun stuff. The Green News report, uh, obviously, Brad and Desi are on vacation this week, so we will. Uh, I might. No, I'm probably not going to rerun their old one. I'll just play music on the breaks. Um, uh, but yeah, so we're going to listen to a little bit of Hairwolf right now. When we come back, we've got a big fun show, uh, the triumphant return of rain. And of course, uh, Joe is here as always. And Joe will be out. You're off this Friday, right? I'm off Friday and next Tuesday is my 30th wedding anniversary. Woo-hoo. Oh, wow. That's awesome. So oh, congrats. I'll be off. Thanks. I'll be off next Tuesday too. There you go. So, all right. Yeah. Of course, of course Miles and Michelle, uh, I got you guys on speed dial. Uh, <laughs> but uh, we'll be back with uh, the five of us, and we'll have lots more fun here on Turn Up the Night. So, don't nobody go nowhere. Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. If you've got a chair, sit down. Relax. I, I'm not, I, got, I got some stuff to say here. Broadcasting live on Indie Media Weekly Radio.
definition of your virtues. One, two, three, forever. Hey, this is Brad Friedman from bradblog.com and the Bradcast, heard right here on Indie Media Weekly. Thanks for supporting truly independent media, right here on Indie Media Weekly. You are listening to Indie Media Weekly. I am Michelle Lagan, co-host and Dungeon Master of Mike Check Radio. And I am Miles Lagan, co-host and Galaxy Master of Mike Check Radio. You know... A galaxy master is just a glorified dungeon master, except where you played the laser swords. That they're called lightsabers? Anyways, tune in every Saturday from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern to hear host Adam Hebert and us discuss politics and nerd stuff. Indie Media Weekly. All the power without the tower. Hi, I'm Tim Cormall, host of the Tim Cormall Show. And I'm Joe Santos, a co-host and head mechanic of the Clown Car Garage. Each week, our guests join a roundtable discussion of the political news of the week and peek into the GOP circus tent. And of course, no circus is complete without clowns. And each week, I inspect the clown car to see what obnoxious fumes they have been spreading all around the country. So join us each week. Admission is free, but just one word of caution. If you see the GOP clown car, get out of the way. They're terrible drivers. Hey, Joe, what was that? Uh, I think we just lost another clown car. Tune in for the Tim Coromall Show on Indie Media Weekly Radio, Mondays and Wednesdays at 8.30 a.m. Eastern, right here on Indie Media Weekly Radio. IndieMediaWeekly.com Extraterrestrial radio, all the power without the tower. This is Adam Hebert of Mike Check Radio and Midnight Sun, and you're listening to Indie Media Weekly Radio. What? I said you're listening to Indie Media Weekly Radio. Extraterrestrial radio, all the power without the tower. This is Stephanie Miller. You're listening to Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. Great Scott, what is that? It's really weird, but it's also the coolest fucking thing I've ever heard in my whole life. It's terrible, by the way, totally overproduced. The first known instance of a man who was killed because he had lousy ratings. Oh my God, they've killed Kenny! You bastard! 
It is showtime, and welcome back to it. And, and oh, uh, that was not the right version of Truth Destroyed I meant to play. That was the original version with the original bass player, Rod, uh, playing that, uh, which uh, not not the thumping, thumping thunderous tones of uh, the late, great Derek Poindexter. Um, so that was an interesting little treat. Plus, that version has keyboards on it. So that was uh, that was interesting for sure, uh, and of course a special shout out to of course uh, our good friend Cat. It was a lot of fun. Susan and I had a blast. Uh, hung out for a couple hours at a great Mexican restaurant uh, in Columbus. Um, I, I I don't remember the name. Cat can probably put it in the chat, but I did buy a glass. They had these really cool glasses with those like seventies kind of early eighties font for the restaurant, and a guy like lassoing a, a bull. And I was like, I want one of those. And I, the bartender sold, or the server sold me one for five bucks. So what a bargain. Uh, and, uh, and I had a burrito that was so freaking delicious. It wasn't even funny. Uh, and the chips and salsa even were just magical. Uh, but yeah, so special shout out to cat. And of course, special shout out to my pop, uh, Kenny pick senior had a great time at the reunion. Thank you once again for the refresher course on who all my cousins are because I get confused. <laughs> um, but I had a great conversation. Um, I'm, gonna try not to pat myself on the back and dislocate a shoulder again but my family really loved my award-winning chili so uh it, it, i kind of i kind of screwed it up though i think i cooked it too long um overnight and i think my tomato sauce got a little or my tomato uh, juice uh mixture with the vegetables and everything everything i think it got a little bitter but then again i don't know if my taste buds are just fucked up from making chili three weeks in a row um, I think that could be the case. I'm not sure, uh, but it was good, you know. But it just—I don't think it was as good as the stuff that won me the the competition. Um, but uh, but everybody liked it, uh, and we didn't take any home because I made people take containers of it with them. But they ate about half the pot, and it's a big old pot, and there wasn't a ton of people there this year. So, uh, but I had a blast. Thanks, Dad. Uh, thank you for the birthday gift as well. And uh, I'm gonna get you more homemade spaghetti sauce pronto. Um, uh, and, uh, also, uh, welcome back, uh, to rain. I hope you had a great vacation last week. Oh, I did. Yeah. You know, I know it was South Florida, but it was really hot. <laughs> yeah. Well, it was really humid. I mean, even for South Florida, it was really humid, but, um, oh, we had a great time. We had a great time. The bar at the resort that we were at had $5 drinks Woo-hoo. and the bartender the bartender was a woman. She was awesome. Her name was Julia. She didn't have any fucks to give. Nice. So if, it, if the if the bottle got to the end, she was like, oh, look, it's ending. That means I have to give you a free drink. Ah, that's awesome. So, yeah. So we had some good times at the pool. We got to see the coral reefs when we went down to the Keys. Nice. Um, went to Miami, got to see some really amazing um, street art. Um, it, yeah, it was it was just good to get away. I I did listen to you guys last Tuesday, and um, yeah, it yeah, was we good. saw you were having a hard time getting in the chat room, but we made sure to give you a shout. Yeah, I out couldn't. Everything, yeah, so. I couldn't. I couldn't find my password. I left all my passwords at home. Yeah, it happens. And uh, yeah. and Cat says we met at El Vaquero, um, and she shared the the link for elvaquerorestaurant.com. Uh, and it, I, I can't recommend it enough. We have some good Mexican places here, but there was, I mean, it, seriously, just even the chips and salsa there were 
there was something different and magical uh, about them. I don't know what it was. Just higher quality than what I'm used to. I mean, they were really good. Um, you know, maybe got, they were made by dreamers. Uh, maybe, maybe, perhaps so. Um, but uh, and <laughs> also, uh, Mr. Joe Santors of Scranton, Pennsylvania, the Electric City. Um, uh, you had a fun time uh, last Friday for your brother-in-law's birthday. Oh, I did a cake, ice cream, pizza. Oh, it was horrible. <laughs> it was horrible. <laughs> it was, uh, yeah, I gained about fucking pounds in one city. That's yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, that's about it. Night fart. I didn't have chili, though. Then no, chili. no. If I had chili. Yeah, mm, I would have. I would have had. Yeah, coming out both ends. <laughs> yeah. I would have had to find your... Your golden toilet. <laughs> yes. It, well, it's not that big, Joe. I know you're kind of a small guy, but you might need a couple yeah, of these. Well. Um, yeah, so, okay. <laughs> uh, but, uh, and, of course, uh, from Mike Check Radio and also uh, battening down the hatches in Port St. Lucie, Florida, Michelle, the Rogue DM, welcome back. Oh, thank you, thank you. And uh, I for, before I forget again, I'm, I'm glad you had a joyous year, Mark. Uh, Rain. That's my oh, way of saying happy you. birthday. I know. <laughs> thank you. I was. Thank you very much. You're welcome. Fifty yeah. is kind of awesome. Yeah, it, it's pretty. I, cool. I will be hitting that in February. So, <laughs> I mean, I I got to be honest with you. I know we don't. We've got we got to do some other things, but you know, the days leading up to it was like, wow. Wow, it's I'm like, going to be 50. I remember when 50 was old. Yeah. And then, you know, the now it's not. You know, now it's not because I'm 50. But it, 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 this vacation was just a really, really... It was a really nice time for me to reflect on my life. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah. Well, very good. It's kind of heavy. I'll, I'll I guess I'm having I'll heavy, you, deep thoughts. But I'll, I'll, I'll give you an amen for that. Amen. Amen. And uh, and of course, we can talk about that later when we uh, re reissue your your birthday boner. If you have any other thoughts, but I, w- <laughs> I want to welcome back, uh, of course, uh, M- M- uh, Miles Lagan in uh, Port St. Lucie, Florida. Also from Mike Check Radio, the the dungeon. Oh, I'm sorry, the Galaxy Master. Indeed, and right now I'm looking at the uh, satellite image of uh, Irma, and it is headed for this little island called Barbuda. And boy, are they going to be feeling it? Mm mm mm. Well, it, it'll they'll, it'll hit them tonight. Oof. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I'm there's a couple of those, Yeah, there's a couple of those islands that um, I saw are still living in temporary shelters. I think it was Andrew. Mm hmm. So they had temporary shelters from Andrew that were never rebuilt. No. Oh. And now, yeah. Uh, and Bob, Bob raised a good point. That's why I chuckled. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to chuckle at the storm. So if I just read his comment, he said, you can thank us baby boomers for making sure 50 is no longer old. Smiley face. Thank you, baby boomers. So. <laughs> <laughs> You're you, welcome. Baby, baby bobbers. So. <laughs> there are no baby bobbers, are there? <laughs> I don't know. Bob. <laughs> uh, it was just Uh-oh. close to boomer. No. So bobber. <laughs> Um. <laughs> uh oh. What? Did I, I, I don't blame me. Thanks, Obama. So, uh, speaking. Speaking of Obama. Yeah. Speaking of blaming Obama. Them. Thanks, Obama. Th- speaking of that. 
Uh, boy, do we have an interesting oh. clip to play for everybody today. Uh, during the uh, press conference today, uh, for I'm sorry, the White House press briefing today uh, about DACA and uh, other things, um, it, there, li, li, pay close attention to what Sarah Huckabee, uh, Huckabee. <laughs> her name just makes me want to have a draw, y'all. <laughs> Here's Sarah Hickabilly Sanders. Um, uh, and she's probably going to get a red card warning for this from Trump. Rather than leave DACA recipients and the men and women of immigration enforcement in confusing limbo while the DACA program was challenged by states in the same court that struck down another of the previous administration's unlawful immigration orders earlier this year, President Obama is laying out a responsible 24-month phase-out. No per- Sorry, President Trump. No permits will be expiring for another six months, and permits will remain active for up to two full years. Um, Mm -hmm. is is that wishful thinking? Is she she just realized how fuck? Is she just realized how fucking terrible of a human being or lack of a human being that Trump is? uh, That she she's wishfully thinking that Obama was still the president. I I don't think so. Probably I think not. that she came into that press briefing being told by Trump and whoever, fuck Obama, fuck Obama, Obama did this, Obama did that, get rid of anything Obama did. And she had Obama on her mind. I I do really believe that. Yes. Because mm. there also was a big uh, fat lie embedded in that whole thing. What? Oh, no, yeah. A big fat lie. Oh, there are so are you many. Are kidding me? Well, the, well yeah. yeah, listen, she... she they're making a big deal out of how compassionate he is because he's has a six month phase out. Mm. They're certified till March fifth, which if yep. you count if you count from yesterday, that's six months. Yep. He didn't give them shit. Mm-hmm. No, <laughs> their visas are going to end. Their are their their exemptions going to end on March fifth. Yes, and he couldn't end them any sooner, legally. So well, you know, who are they? I mean, this whole thing that they're saying, oh, well, he had a six-month phase-out period, unwinding period. That, that's yeah. bullshit. He ended the program when it was going to end. He failed to renew it. But here's the thing. Today was supposed to be the day when a lot of anti-DACA lawsuits were supposed to go into effect. I don't have the link in front of me. and I'm, I Just trust me on this one. Well, that but was yes. that was that was that was uh, a Sessions' excuse. But yeah, uh, but there were no actual. There, they were just saying on cable news there was no actual bona fide no lawsuits ready to there go. There was no reason for him to do this today. No, no, that was there a was lie no, too. I mean, there and, are no lawsuits ready to go. It, oh, okay. And when and when the Sorry. hell did the, did the Justice Department ever? take an action based on the threat of a lawsuit. Oh, well now, I mean, that's just under this administration. Too. Under well, this administration. I mean, let's keep in mind. Let's keep in mind. Well, no, he, they did they he, they went ahead with the with with the uh the the Muslim ban w- with the threat of lawsuits. That didn't scare them. But this well, does. Well, this this, this does. is this this is the thing. It doesn't scare them. Okay? No. Trump pardoned Joe Ar- Arpaio who's one of the biggest racists ever. And in turn, he turned around and put almost a million of these dreamers into fear. So there's no way you could tell me that this is nothing more than racism. This is nothing more than... than Red meat to the base. 
it's it's not just that it's even more than that i think it's even more dangerous than that i mean i was doing some research and you know germany after world war one we're not even talking about nazi germany after world war one decided they wanted to start getting rid of the people of polish people mm. and they started creating reasons to get rid of them and that continued after nazism took hold in germany and and yeah. I, you know i'm i'm very very concerned of of i mean there's daca there you know if we look we look at it the way we look at it is left-leaning people which is a way to give these these kids and they're not just kids they're also adults mm -hmm. some of them have children of their own some of them are lawyers doctors teachers you know we look at them as these are americans but there's yeah. a certain um there's a certain group in this country that looks at them as people who need to be removed sure and that's that's really really but dangerous what, let, let's let's not you know and let's not conflate the the word child with you know uh you know a little kid or something like that because yes. we're talking about the children of immigrants who are brought here at a young age who have been here since a young age who you know basically just follow their parents because that's what children do and some of them you know, are deployed some of them are deployed in afghanistan sure yeah. and, and you know and let's that's, not that's forget that they're not just children let's no. not forget some of that, them are in the military let's not forget that trump uh, uh you know getting the way back machine said he didn't want to see entire families uh ejected from the country but i guess he's changed his uh, tune now huh um you know and and to see to see that uh press conference that he had with uh the grinning soulless assholes uh um oh uh, ryan and mcconnell today on cnn oh man ah oh, yeah. there's so many punches i could have landed so many punches that just were just welling inside my heart um uh yeah how do you walk away and not think that they're not racist yeah, it's like talking you said. about Ryan and McConnell. Are, yeah, I, I mean, you know, sitting there grinning like assholes. Of course, they were taught. He started the thing talking about tax reform. Um, but, uh, you know, uh, uh, but anyway, Michelle, I think you wanted to jump in there. So uh, please well, do. I just I just had a brief comment saying about how, you know, this is like new territory for the Justice Department and all the lies that are being thrown around right now. Um, that's because we've never had a racist uh, elf in the justice department ahead of the justice department before so yeah and you I know i would like to change that, that in modern history <laughs> yeah I, I would say put in modern history in modern history yes because we're now at a point in this country where there's a i think there's more of us than them who reject institutionalized racism and what we saw today this is my take on it from jeff sessions and we've seen it from sessions and trump and a whole bunch of them for a while is they embrace institutionalized racism mm -hmm. yeah so i agree with you i agree with you michelle but i i just want to put that caveat modern history yeah, that makes sense well he's also a perjurer too so he's a racist law-breaking elf oh there michelle you michelle you're gonna love this and every everybody please follow follow at m frost 11 that's mark frost the co-creator of twin peaks because he's an awesome liberal. Uh, he tweeted out something earlier, and um, uh, he retweeted somebody uh, named Ashley uh, Feinberg, and uh, it showed uh, it shows a picture of um, Sessions grinning like a little fucking asshole, 
And uh, Ashley, Fein- Ashley Feinberg's comment said, fucking giddy about destroying people's lives. And Mark Frost retweeted it and said, maybe perjury charges heading your way will wipe that smirk off your face. Um, so nice. Mark Frost also tweeted today, every single racist, bigot, Nazi currently ru- uh, ruining America is descended from immigrants. Um, you know, I mean, it, 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 great. And that's true. Yes. Yes. So uh, I'm going to share uh, everybody. Please. He, he doesn't have, a, you know, uh, he, he has a fair amount of followers. Also, another thing, um, go check out Biden Briefs, which is pretty new. It's handpicked news by Joe Biden. <laughs> um, okay. I, I think that's I what it's called. I was just thinking about Uncle Joe wearing briefs, which is uh, funny. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think it's, it's Biden, Biden. Biden's Briefing. That's what it's called. Biden's Briefing. Yeah. Um, uh, but yeah, so I'm actually talking. To, uh, well, I'm not talking to them. I sent them a message because I want to try and see if I can get permission to play Biden's briefing on Turn Up the Night. How cool would that be? Oh, that'd be cool. Yeah. So, uh, but anyway, everybody check out uh, uh, Mark Frost. Um, and uh, but uh, there you go. Uh, yeah. So, um, all right. I want to. I want to get to this clip here real quick. Uh, unless Miles, was there anything you wanted to add before we uh, roll along here? Oh, good to go. Okay, so this is uh, Trump uh, being asked today um, about, you know, what kind of compassion he has for children of immigrants, and you know, and and this, you know, basically the the people whose lives he's going to destroy. This is what he had the fucking gall to say today on. Uh, in the press conference with Ryan and McConnell. Well, I have a great heart for the folks we're talking about, a great love for them. And people think in terms of children, but they're really young adults. Uh, I have a love for these people. See, what he did there is he tried to diminish. People think of these as children, but they're really young adults. But they're still somebody's child. They're still somebody's child who came to this country at a young age. Because they had to follow their child. They didn't come in, you know, they're not like, you know, fucking your kids who never have to do anything on their own ever in life. You know, they, yeah, they have to come and help the family. Um, but, you know, um, anyway, fuck, continue. And hopefully now Congress will be able to help them and do it properly. And I can tell you, in speaking to members of Congress, they want to be able to do something and do it right. And really, we have no choice. We have to be able to do something. And I think it's going to work out very well. And long term, it's going to be the right solution. Um, well, right solution? Go ahead. Yeah. We always Joe. have choices. Yeah. We always have choices. And I, I, the, the most stupid thing anybody could say is I had no choice. You always have a choice. It may yes. not be a good one, but you always have a choice. Life well, is a series of choices. Yeah, I mean that's that's such bullshit. We didn't have a choice. Yeah, you did. Could have left it in place. Could have signed another executive order extending it another two years. He's good did. at signing executive orders, isn't he? Yeah, he's good. At, he's good at blaming Congress for everything too. He's yeah. good at saying he doesn't have any choice. He's good at being a dictator. Yeah, you know, I I, I know I'm talking a lot tonight. And I'll shut up. Oh, soon, you've been, but you've been off for a week, so it's okay. Just, just you're catching up to do. But here's the here's the thing. He said he had no choice, which we've established he did. Yes. The fact that he threw this, the fact that he threw this over to Congress, 
knowing full well Congress, I'm 98% sure Congress isn't going to be able to get this shit done because Congress hasn't been able to get this done since 2001. That's just talking immigration reform. Yeah. It's been since 2012 that they've had a chance to do something with the DACA bill. There've been num there've been a number of DACA bills that have been put there and they've all been stalled in the Senate. They all stalled in the Senate. So he threw this he threw this to to Congress. And if it doesn't happen, if it doesn't happen, which I don't think it will, he's going to turn to his base and say, well, I tried. I tried. And now you can blame Congress. So all of his base, they're going to be really pissed off at all of the Republicans there. Hmm. And and I don't know, man. I, there's a part of me that feels like maybe he wants all the Republicans to not win in 2018. Yeah, I want. I want to read a there's few. There's something uh, weird about this. It's a much bigger. There's a bigger picture here. Why he's doing this? And yeah, I, I want to read from, from from our base. I want to support our base right now, which which is our chat room. I want to read a couple of comments. Um, uh, Caitlin Chris says, "Great love for them in order to rip them off and treat them like slaves." Bingo. Yep. Um, uh, Sandy and Derwood. Uh, Trump is a fucking idiot that is going to collapse the economy. These are taxpayers with jobs and a home, a home and auto loans that won't be paid back. And her follow up to uh, to that is, uh, he's a fucking bigot that is filled with nothing but hate. He never even takes responsibility for his own fucking actions. Um, uh, it's an amen. Yes, yeah, definitely. And Moon Mare says, uh, Amen. Ah, Moon Mare says he's an asshole. They came here uh, at an uh, average of age, uh, the age of six. Six. What the hell kind of a choice did they have? Um, yeah. Speaking of not having choices, you don't really have a lot of options when you're six. Uh, follow your parents or what? <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. And um, you know, I mean, in, in in the rich billionaire world, I'm sure Trump's creep trump the creep and his friends and family could figure out something cruel to do with a six-year-old child but normal people don't do that trump and um uh yeah so so anyway and, and you know, uh, diane feinstein said today that uh they they did have a dream act already drafted in the senate and it passed and it oh, died in the house Okay, yeah. I got them confused. And I'm she said she's ready wrong. right now to re to to revive it and and put it back on the floor. So they they have to do something at this point. They have to do something. Well, something yeah. Sarah Huckabee Sanders said today is should be disturb everybody and that's that she said that uh, he's going to tie DACA to full immigration reform. That he's yeah. not going to sign any DACA extension unless yeah. it's Unless basically there's funding for his goddamn three thousand uh, mile monument to to Trump's assholiness, and that that's that wall. So, and and and, and she said work. that she said that from the podium. Yeah. Yeah, you know she said that because she was told to say that, but that is not going to work. There are too many divisions within the Republican Party itself at this point. Well, well I know it's not going to work, but I, the I thing mean, about it is and, 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 the DACA you know, people are going to suffer because he's going to be recalcitrant about his goddamn yeah. wall. Yeah, well, uh, it, it, we, yeah. we do have to. We're going to pick up on this, I promise. So, Rain, make, an, make a mental note or, or physical note where you want to pick up, um, and Good we will. Because I've, I've got still got the Brooke Baldwin audio and some stuff from uh, uh, Hickabilly, uh, a little bit more from her versus Jim Acosta. So... 
Uh, and uh, but yes, and we'll get you in first, Miles and Michelle, uh, to talk about this as well. Uh, but we do have to run to the break, and when we come back, we're going to talk more about this. Uh, this really, really, uh, we we had no choice, no choice. Fuck you. Those kids didn't have a choice, and now you're just going to destroy lives and screw them over. Well, in the end. When he says we have no choice, he had a choice. He could be an American. He could have embraced American yeah. ideals. And yeah, I know not, we'll talk about that later, not too. Not white nationalist ideals. Yes. So, um, all right, let's go ahead and hit the break. We'll be right back with lots more Turn Up the Night right after this. Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. It really makes you feel good. Says who? America! Every Tuesday and Friday from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern on Indie Media Weekly. Hi, this is Tim Coromall from The Tim Coromall Show, and you are listening to IndieMediaWeekly.com. Extraterrestrial radio, all the power without the tower. And now, on with the show. What the hell? Welcome to another edition of Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. What you're about to see is nothing short of a miracle. So revolutionary that at this point in time, there is nothing else like it anywhere. Now you may ask yourself, how is this possible? Computers, that's how. He has a machine and a cord right out of his computer. Prepare, Prepare to, to make, make computer, computer to computer, computer contact. That is an idiot idea. Holy mackerel. The internet, that's the one with email, right? You've got mail. Yeah, who said that? Thank you. God bless the internet. That's where the real action is. Come on and take a look. This could be very interesting indeed. Welcome back to the Tuesday edition of Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pig, broadcasting live on Indie Media Weekly. What the hell? Is what I said at the uh, series finale of Twin Peaks The Return. <laughs> uh, although I loved it, I loved it, but that last episode was a <laughs> fucking gut punch, man. Oh my god, I've been sick about it for days. Um, well, two days to be precise. Um, but uh, yeah, seriously. What the hell? Uh, what year is it? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, welcome back uh, to the program. Uh, of course, uh, joining us. Uh, well, we'll 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 do it a little differently. Uh, joining us from Mike Jack Radio uh, in South Florida, Michelle the Rogue DM. Welcome back, Michelle. Hello, hello, and I'm I'm beginning to think I should be asking that question too. What year is this? Yeah. <laughs> what the hell? Yeah. Well, seriously. Yeah. The, I yeah. mean that that clip will be perfect. Uh, just you know, uh, for Trump policies, really. You know, what year is this? Yeah. Um, and uh, uh, of course, uh, My uh, Miles Lagan, uh, the uh, Galaxy Master, also from Mike Check Radio, can be heard every Saturday, seven to ten p.m. Eastern, right here on Indie Media Weekly. Welcome back, sir. Yes, sir. Greetings. And salutations. And uh, What the hell? Yeah. So, <laughs> uh, and uh, also... That's what Miles said. Yes. Back, I'm sure, probably a few times. Uh, uh, and yeah. also uh, joining us, uh, uh, well, he'll, he'll be off for the next two nights, so everybody savor every moment you can. Uh, well, I mean the next two nights that we have turn up tonight, next Friday and, and Tuesday. Uh, but savor the moment, ladies and germs. Uh, Joe Santoris of Scranton, Pennsylvania, the Electric City. Welcome back, sir. Yeah, it's like uh, it's the last Trump steak in the restaurant. Oh, 
Oh. <laughs> uh, no. I Savor that one. You, Savor that No. <laughs> yeah, I think you're much more high Even quality. Even rats wouldn't eat it. Yeah, there's no there's no Trump steak rat. There's a pizza rat, but no Trump steak rat. So, <laughs> pizza uh, well, if you have taste. a have a yes. jar of ketchup, anything is good. Yeah, well, yeah, sure, sure. And uh, last but definitely not least, let's go ahead and play her jingle because she probably hasn't heard it in a while. I love it when it rains. For your pleasure, it's rain from fourfreedomsblog.com. Excellent. She's never failed me before. Honey, you got to give it away to keep it. You can't just hold on to this. Attractive, hot, beautiful. We're talking about the same thing here. You want to mess around? Here comes the rain again. The greatest source of energy known to womankind. All right, Rain. How did that feel? Are we going to get straight to the biscuits? No, that's next segment. You're you're our girl Friday. <laughs> so it felt good. Yeah, excellent. It felt excellent. good. So well, we'll probably have uh, Joe do some name calling uh, tonight since uh, since he's going to be off for the next two nights. And of course, you know, we also have something else uh, in store. Actually, let's do this now so we we don't bury it uh, with with everything else. Uh, so, Joe, your thirtieth uh, anniversary is a, a week from today. Three, or, yes, uh, or, or September twelfth. All right. Well, yeah. To, to you, Joe. To you and Barb, yes. Joe. Here it is. Oh, happy anniversary! Happy anniversary! Happy anniversary! Happy anniversary! Pour a cheerful toast and fill it. Happy anniversary! But be careful, you don't spill it. Happy anniversary! Oh, happy anniversary! Happy anniversary! Happy anniversary! Anniversary. There you go. I, I I'm in tears. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and you know how you can celebrate too. Would you like to come inside for a cupcake and a glass of wine? So <laughs> <laughs> we're celebrating. <laughs> <laughs> you never go on the inside of a van in the parking yeah. lot. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> the guy offers you wine and a cupcake. No, no, not at all. <laughs> so, not a good idea. Uh, <laughs> so anyway, and uh, you might have the cupcake, but I know you wouldn't have the wine. So, um, uh, you know, you know I, I wouldn't get in the van either. <laughs> no, true, true. <laughs> nor nor go into the free hug shack in the middle of the forest. Um, so <laughs> no. Uh, but yeah, so I, I, I congratulations, Susan and I will be hit our twentieth anniversary next year, so we got a little bit of catching up to do. But uh, it, it's pretty awesome uh, sharing your life with you know your best friend, and uh, uh, that's great. Congrats! Thank you. It is. And, it's great. And uh, unfortunately, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. It's awesome. Thirty years is amazing, and it really is. It, I'm it's so happy for you guys. Well, thank you. It's yeah. it is. It's it's a milestone, and uh, you know, we we knew after the first thirty days we would probably make it. But you know, yeah, exactly. They were they were rough. The first thirty were rough. But just remember, if you if you do get one of those big cupcakes for your uh, anniversary from from Barb, I can't believe I ate that whole thing. You ate it, Ralph. Yeah, don't eat the whole thing. So. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> Or planning uh, a big cupcake. Yeah, a mighty big cupcake. I'm sure you could handle a regular yeah. size one. Um, I can do that. Yeah. 
So, uh, all right, well, let's go ahead and get back to this. Uh, I'll tell you what, this is uh, something I don't do very often, um, and I, I don't play super long audio clips, but I feel this one needs to be played in its entirety. It was a written statement, and I thought, well, I could either read it myself and probably um and err and uh, stumble my way through it, but Brooke Baldwin conveniently read the whole thing today on CNN, and this is Obama's statement on what uh, uh, the Trump cult has done to the Dreamers by um, basically not renewing DACA. And uh, I, I, Brooke Baldwin's been, uh, she's been pretty stellar uh, for quite some time on CNN, in my humble opinion. And uh, so it, it's good to hear, um, you know, from her reading, you know, uh, this because she's been very passionate. You know, she, she's, I mean, you know, this is somebody, she cries, you know, as a journalist, she she openly weeps for some horrible racist shit that goes on, and to, to see that level level of empathy from a journalist is yeah. um, is wonderful. Uh, you know, I, I hate to see her in pain when she's in, she encounters certain you know things that you know set her off. Uh, you know, I don't mean to say set her off, but you know, um, uh, you know certain things that you know just eat away at her. Um, but, uh, you know, but she's done a stellar job and, and I think, uh, it, it's, we're w definitely deserving of hearing her and, and my apologies because people at media, I don't know how the fuck to make, uh, videos. So there's a couple hiccups in here, but it was the only version I could find online today. So this is about five minutes long. Let's go ahead and play this. And then, uh, you know, again, Here's some sage words of wisdom from somebody who we love. Thanks, Obama. Don't mean it sarcastically. Uh, Brooke Baldwin. Our reading, last real yeah, president. Yeah, our last human president for sure. Yes. Um, and the best president of my lifetime. Uh, Brooke Baldwin mm -hmm. reading uh, President Obama's statement about the Trump administration decision on DACA. This is what we just got from President Obama. He writes, immigration can be a controversial topic. We all want safe, secure borders and a dynamic economy, and people of goodwill can have legitimate disagreements about how to fix our immigration system so that everybody plays by the rules. But that's not what the action that the White House took today is about. This is about young people who grew up in America, kids who study in our schools, young adults who are starting careers, patriots who pledge allegiance to our flag. These dreamers are Americans in their hearts, their minds, in every single way but one, on paper. They were brought to this country by their parents, sometimes even as infants. They may not know a country besides ours. They may not even know a language besides English. They often have no idea they are undocumented until they apply for a job or college or driver's license. Over the years, politicians of both parties have worked together to write legislation that would have told these young people, our young people, he writes, that if your parents brought you here as a child, if you've been here a certain number of years, and if you're willing to go to college or serve in our military, then you'll get a chance to stay and earn your citizenship. And for years while I was president, I asked Congress to send me such a bill. That bill never came. And because it made no sense to expel talented, driven, patriotic young people from the only country they know, solely because of the actions of their parents, my administration acted to lift the shadow of deportation from these young people so that they could continue to contribute to our communities and to our country. We did so based on the well-established legal principle of prosecutorial discretion, 
deployed by Democratic and Republican presidents alike because our immigration enforcement agencies have limited resources and it makes sense to focus those resources on those who come illegally to this country to do us harm. Deportation of criminals went up. Some 800,000 young people stepped forward, met rigorous requirements and went through background checks and America grew stronger as a result. But today that shadow has been cast over some of our best and brightest young people once again. To target these people is wrong because they have done nothing wrong. It is self-defeating because they want to start new businesses, staff our labs, serve in our military, and otherwise contribute to a country we love. And President Obama writes, it is cruel. What if our kid science teacher or our friendly neighbor turns out to be a dreamer? Where are we supposed to send her? To a country she doesn't know or remember with a language she may not even speak? Let's be clear. The action taken today isn't legally required. It's a political decision and a moral question. Whatever concerns or complaints Americans may have about our immigration in general, we shouldn't threaten the future of this group of young people who are here through no fault of their own, who pose no threat, who are not taking away anything from the rest of us. They are that pitcher on our kids' softball team, that first responder who helps out his community after a disaster, that cadet in ROTC who wants nothing more than to wear the uniform of the country that gave him a chance. Kicking them out won't lower the unemployment rate or lighten anyone's taxes or raise anybody's wages. It is precisely because this action is contrary to our spirit and to common sense that business leaders, faith leaders, economists, and Americans of all political stripes called on the administration not to do what it did today. And now that the White House has shifted its responsibility for these young people to Congress, it is up to members of Congress to protect these young people in our future. I'm heartened by those who've suggested that they should. And I join my voice with the majority of Americans who hope they step up and do it with a sense of moral urgency that matches the urgency these young people feel. Ultimately, this is about basic decency. Last two graphs here. This is about whether we are a people who kick hopeful young strivers out of America or whether we treat them the way we'd want our own kids to be treated. It's about who we are as a people and who we want to be. He closes with, with this. What makes us American is not a question of what we look like or where our names come from or the way we pray. What makes us American is our fidelity to a set of ideals. That all of us are created equal. That all of us deserve the chance to make of our lives what we will. That all of us share an obligation to stand up, to speak out, and secure our most cherished values for the next generation. That is how America has traveled this far. That is how, if we keep at it, we will ultimately reach that more perfect union. In Jesus' name, boogity, 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 amen. I mean, if you didn't get a little misty with that, even though it wasn't directly from President Obama's mouth, I, you could hear the compassion in Brooke Baldwin's voice, too. I mean, yeah. she obviously read this because she agreed with this. She agreed this was nothing but an ugly political decision fueled by a racist base, you know, f again, feeding the ego of a racist uh, elected official and uh, and the people that he chooses to surround himself with. This is nothing but toxic white nationalism on steroids with what's happened here but i i promised uh miles and michelle i'd get them in michelle did you did you want to uh 
uh, talk about the president, uh, uh, the president's statement. <laughs> I mean, even Sarah Huckabee Sanders I, still calls him president. So, yeah. What what can, what can be said about that statement? It was compassionate. It was informative. It was beautifully laid out. It was complete sentences. There were no made up words in it. Oh gosh, this is I true. miss him so much. <laughs> I know. I know. Uh, uh, Miles, uh, was was Michelle talking about the anger translator? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Luther. Oh, good. I, that's what I was thinking because when I heard that what what was read from Obama, I was just thinking that's the the, the typical as angry as you will hear Obama, and I was just thinking of the anger translator. Uh, yeah. You know, right there, right there behind Obama, just screaming, Trump is a fucking asshole! You know, that yeah. kind of stuff. <laughs> yeah, Luther. I wasn't well, Luther the anger translator. Was that his name? Yes, it was Luther. Yes. And Miles made me giggle during while you were talking about it, and I am sorry because he said something. Uh, Sandy's been talking about how um, on the Weather Channel there was scroll that indicated that Puerto Rico and the U.S. Virgin Islands have asked for declarations of state of emergency from Trump. Yes. And he hasn't granted them yet, but he has done it for Florida. And I said, oh, you know, you know and, 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 and Sandy says, because he's a stupid fuck. And I said, really, Ugh? And and she said, that's according to the scroll on the Weather Channel. And then Miles came up with, I would love to see Trump is a stupid fuck scroll on the Weather Channel. <laughs> I don't think that Trump <laughs> understands that Puerto Rico and the U.S. Virgin Islands are, I don't know, they're about as much a part of America as Guam is. I'm pretty sure mm -hmm. he doesn't. Yeah, I'm pretty sure hey. he doesn't like virgins either. No, he doesn't. Well, uh, we can go there, but... Yeah, well, let's go there. He does yeah. have a modeling agency. <laughs> yeah. And he did go into the dressing rooms at Miss Teen USA, so... <laughs> That's true. That's true. But, uh, uh yeah, so, uh, uh... That was just so yeah. profound there. The uh, Again, that he, he said, you know, the... This was, you know, this was purely a political decision. This didn't need to be done. It, you know, and, and again, you know, he's just playing to his base. He's playing to the ugly uh, racists who masquerade as Christian fundamentalists uh, in the, um, you know, or the evangelicals. Because, you know, they are. You know, they are. They're not. They, they're, is, they're not far removed from the David Dukes of the, of the world. Or the weeping Nazis. Oh, yeah. Sorry you don't like being called the crying Nazi, by the way. Crying Nazi. I'm not even going to say your name anymore, but I will <laughs> I will say if you want to, to call and see what he likes to be called, you can just call. 631-791-5842. And ask for the weeping Nazi. <laughs> crying Nazi. Either way. Uh, but, um, you know, I, I mean, again, it, this is, we're leaderless. We're leaderless. We're rudderless. Uh, you know, the sails are off the ship. This is, um, you know, we're, we're just adrift. We're adrift in a sea of toxic racism. And, and two comments on what happened today. Uh, first, what a cowardly act for him to send Jeff Sessions out well, to yeah. do his dirty work today. And to lie. He screwed 800,000 people, citizens, well, 800,000 people who are Americans and, 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 and were given a chance to become citizens by a compassionate president. And he sends this little twerp imp out to do his dirty work. 
And second, who is Jeff Sessions to tell us what's unconstitutional? I didn't know he was the Supreme Court. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. most certainly. I, 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 amen for that. Thank you. Amen. Give you an amen, Jeff. Amen. I have a quick question. Sure. If if we make Jeff Sessions say his name backwards, will that get rid of him? Um, I you think mean like, you like it's super Superman. <laughs> yes, Miss yes, M- like, Mixo Pitlick. Mixo Pitlick. Yeah. Yes. Mm. There's been many ways that's been pronounced, but I think Mixo Pitlick is the uh, is the proper way. But he does that's look like Mixo Pitlick, doesn't he? That's even better than the Keebler yes, Elf. Put him in a yes, little pulp. He, does. he needs to be put in like a little. Uh, uh, orange and purple, you know, tunic with a with an with a purple bowler, he would look just like Mitchell Pitlick. Wow, he would. Well, maybe if he made a cookie backwards, he'd disappear. Uh, <laughs> He's not uh, going away, guys. Oh, I wish he was. Oh, I can wish. Uh, we were hoping. Well, you know, again, uh, well, there's something that we'll play uh, a little later in the show. Um. Because I don't have a ton of audio, so I'm going to make it last. Uh, but there could be something. It, uh, this could have been a mild form of punishment for Jeff Sessions because there was something that got lost in the news on Friday, everybody, uh, from the Justice Department. So this could have been a mild slap on the wrist, dumping this on. Um, but it really, it does seem kind of like a reward because Jeff Sessions is such a racist, and he was so giddy when he was fucking smirking out there talking about this. Um, yeah. Fortunately for everyone, I don't have any of that audio because I don't Ugh. think uh, I, I only I have just enough computer monitors. I don't want to punch any of them and destroy them. So <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, um, but yeah. So we'll, we'll get to that later. But uh, again, you know. But going back to President Obama's statement, um, you know. <sighs> I'm looking Kenny, forward. I'm looking just, forward. I'm just look. You know, Susan asked me the other day because we were watching an episode of Black Mirror, and I'm not going to spoil it for anybody. But I'll just say this: basically, there were people, and and you could choose an era within which you lived, or choose a year within which you lived, and and, uh, and uh, I'll just leave it at that. But she said, "What year would would you pick to live in if you could live in, uh, you know, uh, a year for the rest of your life?" And I thought. Uh, a year in the '80s might be cool, but then Reagan would be forever president. So I, th- I figured, <laughs> I thought, I thought, you know what, 2009. That way, Obama would be president forever. Nice. So. Nice. And I can make fun of teabaggers so much. Oh yeah, they're fun. Uh, I just <laughs> want to put this out there. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. I know we have to. I, I always say this. I know we have to go to break. But here's the thing about dreamers. Dreamers were given a chance from the Obama administration through through an executive order to come forward and to register with the government that they were undocumented people, right? Mm-hmm. And in return, they were allowed to get, they were allowed to have the ability to get a job, go to school, get a social security n- number, even though they can't get social security. Um... So they were all registered with the government. Mm-hmm. But they were given a promise by the Obama administration. Sure. And and in and return, Ro- they were asked. 
Any, they, many, in return, they were asked once a year to come back to 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 talk to the people. I, I don't know if it's ICE or immigration or, but you know they had to. They had every year they had to come back, and all they, that was all. They weren't they they were allowed to get <clears throat> a driver's license and work papers. And, That's and it. I know you said the Obama administration, but I want to tack on and many Republicans too were yes, fine with yes. This. Yes, yes, they were. They just didn't have the the backbone to put it into law. But these people were not given amnesty. These people were not given green cards. When I say people, some of them are young. This all this all was born out of I think it was in twenty I think it was twenty ten. I can't remember that year when we had this sudden influx of all of these really young children coming across the border from South America. I think it was Honduras, where their parents were just send, getting their kids out, just yeah. sending their kids, little, little, tiny, tiny kids. I, I you think know it's important that we understand how this all happened, but this is not amnesty. No. They're they're just they're they don't even have a pathway to get a green card because our immigration system is so fucked up and it's so backlogged. Yeah, it's our immigration system is backlogged. Yeah, and, and, and that's there, because nobody's going needs... to do anything about it for exactly. decades. And, yeah, so. Uh, well, all right. Uh, unless anybody has a real Sorry. quick thought to add, we do have to run to the break. And anybody want to jump in real quick? No, I'm good. Miles? No, no. No, we're good. All right, Mr. Santorsa, any last thing to add? No, I'm good. I'm good. On, we'll uh, we'll go for it after the break. <laughs> okay. Well, uh, since we don't have a green news report, I'm going to go ahead and play two relatively short songs back-to-back. We'll do, um, uh, how about a bobber song followed by a macaroni song? That'll be fun. We'll play the heart in Lost City coming up. It'll be uh, this is our, uh, our our twofer block. So everybody, hang tight. We'll be right back with uh, lots more. Turn up tonight with me, Miles, Michelle, Joe, and Rain. Right after this, let's take a look at a genuine American. I want you to meet Kitty Pick. He's proud of his country, but prone to take his liberties for granted. He's aware that someone must assume responsibility for their liberties for our free way of life. Yet, when there's a job to be done, Kitty Peck, like so many Americans, is apt to ask, why me? Uh. Lost City. Lost City. Macaroni. We started from the bottom and we still on the bottom You asking about troubles, hell yeah we got them Living in a land that has been forgotten When the natives get restless, the police drop them Dried up, no place to go shopping Even if you had cabbage, where would you go cop it? Just stop it, there is no profit For them to invest a block from some project Change the topic, there ain't no point For them to talk about the problems in Detroit Be more in Chicago, you know what I mean 
Let us not forget about New Orleans Welcome to the land of the unseen I thought in America that we have one dream Pursuit of happiness is what they preach But in a lost city that's out of reach We live inside Lost City The streets round here show you no pity We live inside Lost City We live inside Lost City We live inside Lost City The streets round here show you no pity We live inside Lost City We live inside Lost City We started in the ghetto and we still in the ghetto With so many scars we are tougher than metal Tougher than leather if we all get together From my hood to me barrio Wherever we wanna go Voice to the voiceless A choice for the choiceless I drive a bucket This ain't Rolls Royce shit Unemployment, undereducation Can't even find a job at the gas station No patience, they get no immunity To corporations killing my community and lost city where it feel like the apocalypse We need to stand up and let's put a stop to this In the land of the unseen I thought in America that we have one dream Pursuit of happiness is what they preach But in a lost city that's out of reach We live inside lost city The streets round here show you no pity We live inside lost city We live inside lost city We live inside Lost City The streets round here show you no pity We live inside Lost City We live inside Lost City
listening to Indie Media Weekly. I am Michelle Lagon. I am Miles Lagon. We both are co-hosts of Mike Check Radio, along with host Adam Hebert. I'm a little bit D&D. I'm a little bit Star Wars. Together with Adam, we cover politics and most things in the nerd universe. Join us on Saturdays from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern here on Indie Media Weekly. All the power without the tower. Indie Media Weekly Radio is proud to bring you the Thomas Jefferson Hour, a radio program that models civil discourse, critical thinking, and good citizenship. Join nationally acclaimed humanity scholar and award-winning first-person interpreter of Thomas Jefferson, Clay Jenkinson, for the Thomas Jefferson Hour, Tuesdays at 10 a.m., Sundays at 4 p.m. The Thomas Jefferson Hour on Indie Media Weekly Radio. Visit them at jeffersonhour.com. Get ready for the fastest two hours in radio. Listen to Paul's Memory Bank live every Monday from 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern right here on Indie Media Weekly. Your DJ, Paul, will serve up a mix of classic rock, pop, and novelty music all tied together with a weekly theme. That's Paul's Memory Bank every Monday from 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern exclusively on Indie Media Weekly. Extraterrestrial radio, all the power without the tower. And I'm Nick Sadler. And I am Jody Hamilton. We are From the Bunker. So we do a one-hour weekly podcast. Where we get to speak our mind about stuff from a liberal perspective. We will be on Indie Media Weekly Saturdays at 5 p.m. Eastern. We are so excited. If you don't have any right-wing friends, you'll feel at home with us. From the Bunker. With Jody Hamilton. Nick Sadler. And Richard Beatty. On Indie Media Weekly Saturdays at 5 p.m. Eastern. This is Kenny Pick on Turn Up the Night. I've loved you from the first time I heard your voice. You use your tongue prettier in a $20 hole. You're like a word genius, and everything I say, <laughs> you twist it around and make me look dumb. I like the way he talks. Mm-hmm. Do you really think that people don't know the things that I say? At IndieMediaWeekly.com. He even talks honky. Ah, oh, yeah, fuck all oh, you fucking fuck. Are you on cocaine, son? Yeah, what the what hell? What the hell? I don't know. I had nothing lined up for the honky drop, so it was like whatever was in front of me. So, uh, oh my god! You're a bunch of fucking losers. No. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta love the uh, redneck gamer. Anyway, welcome back to the program, uh, all y'all, and of course, uh, joining us uh, on the program as always, Rain from Four Freedoms blog. Well, she's back from vacation, so I can't say always, but hey. You got to give some time off to your peeps, right? Rain from Four Freedoms Blog in Washington, D.C., welcome back. Thank you for the vacation time. Well, you're welcome. And, of course, uh, <laughs> um, checks in the mail. So, I am thinking of Christmas bonuses right now, so don't worry. You're all going to get something. It'll be fun. And of course, joining me from Mike Check Radio, heard every Saturday from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern, of course, with host Adam Hebert, Michelle Lagon in South Florida. Welcome back. Hello, hello, and I'm glad to be here until Irma wipes us off the map. Oh, no, no. Uh, of course, uh, <laughs> no. 
And of course, uh, with always within swatting distance, uh, Miles Lagon uh, in South Florida. <laughs> Welcome back, sir. Yeah, thank you. And that was the joke about Cutler Ridge was that uh, Andrew put Cutler Ridge on the map by wiping it off the map. See, yeah. there you go. Uh, maybe the same will be said about the Trump administration. Good God, I uh, pray so. <laughs> what I think's going to hurt him more than anything is the uh, fiscal year, the new fiscal year starting at the end of September. That That's... That's going to yeah. be an interesting. Yeah, question. yeah. I tell you what, that guy doesn't understand the new fiscal year. That's all him. Yep. That's all so, he's him. Coasting, he's coasting on Obama's coattails right now, and that all comes to an end again in September. That's right. He's he's living off the black man right now. Yes, and of course. Uh, Lee again says, uh, "Making the big bucks here at TUTN." Uh, so, <laughs> thank you for that. Um, and uh, of course, uh, but you know, I. Uh, but I'll tell you what: we do have a, a wonderful group of people who donate to our Patreon account uh, and uh, help pay for the monthly operating costs for the network. So uh, that has been a, a big relief uh, for me. So that will uh, also uh, translate to awesome christmas bonuses for all of the contributors so well not all the contributors there's a lot of people that contribute <laughs> i can I can do so much direct <laughs> direct contributors direct contributors to tutn uh, for sure um and uh also uh last but definitely not least uh mr anniversary joe santorsa oh. it's uh, are you up for doing name calling tonight my friend 30 last anniversary. Sure, sure. 30 last anniversary. Right. Let's uh, go ahead and play your jingle for you. Go up to Scrant with me. The place where dreams come true. There is no such thing as an appropriate joke. That's why it's a joke. I say it ain't so joke. I'm going to have to be taking your car today. See, I have some top secret clown business that supersedes any plans that you might have for this here vehicle. Here we go. <laughs> Buckle up. It's going to be a bumpy one. <laughs> we can jam and joke your lives. What's the matter, kid? Don't you like clowns? All right. Let's get straight to the biscuits. There you go, Joe. Oh, you know, okay. before you well, before you get straight to the biscuits, I want to say this. Let's do a solid right now, and everybody who can get on Twitter right now and go over and follow Biden's briefing because there's only 38 followers. Oh, follow Biden's yeah. briefing right now on Twitter. It's uh, get over at, there at Biden's briefing. So there you go. I, I put the link in the chat room too, everybody. So uh, anyway, I, I'm gonna watch and, and see if the if the following goes up on that. But anyway, Joe, go ahead and uh, do do go to that voodoo that you do so well. Okay. Well, I I thought in honor of Mister Mixiespitalik, I'll say the chat room backwards tonight. <laughs> maybe I'll disappear. Maybe I'll disappear. There's a challenge. <laughs> maybe I'll disappear. Okay, so starting from the from the T's, Trojan Rabbit, Tim Coromal, my boss, and Clown Car Assistant, Theo J, Scoopster, Sandy and Derwood, 
Rain with her cricket. Presnet. Peter in San Francisco. Nova Moonlight. Moon Mare. Miles in South Florida. Hi, Miles. Michelle in South Florida. Hi, Michelle. Meow Goodness. Myself. Lee again. Ken Sr. Hi, Dad. In all, and I gotta say, I had the, the best time I think ever at any family reunion this year, Dad. So, uh, and thanks for making that possible. Great. And I wasn't at the family reunion because I don't You're have not, a family. You okay. know, you got no pickle simers in the in the bloodline. No pick, none, none, none. But uh, life goes on, and here I go. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have we have Mr. Kenny Pick. We have Cat. We have Jay Collie, Francie, Caitlin, Brokehammer, and absolutely not least, at the top of the list, Bobber in DC. Hmm. I think Adam Hebert and might be lurking too. I don't know. I see an Anon in there, unless Adam's hiding under the Anons. I don't know. Um, Bobber is the top of the list to me. Hmm. I, I know. He's, and your he's bo- on the top of the list. He's your bobber half, baby bobber. So <laughs> anybody who heard what I said heard what I said. I I, I missed it. I, I I I'm sorry. He's 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 the top of the list in me. Oh, yeah. Maybe the dirtiest thing ever said on Turn Up the Night. Oh, I don't think so. <laughs> Not the dirtiest thing. <laughs> Some of those prostate jokes the other night were pretty bad. Okay, well, maybe it was the most intimate thing, and I should not have shared it. But hey, hello. Hey, hey, that's that's what we're here for, sharing. Bobber's my topper. There At you least go. He's not an anon. That's true. <laughs> if he was an anon, there'd be a lot of trouble there. But we're not going there, right? Yeah. So, uh, anywho, let's go ahead and. Uh, oh yeah, uh, Tim says Adam was here in the chat when I got here a bit ago. Um, yeah, Tim and I had a fun late night conversation the other day. He was actually out of town and we had just gotten back, uh, from the reunion and watched Twin Peaks and everything. And we Adam and I were playing on Talisman and I started talking to him about the rug that I bought at Ikea <laughs> and <laughs> I gotta really, he likes it. He likes the pattern. It's pretty cool. So, um, but, uh, anywho, let's go ahead and, um, uh, it get to reverse call in here. I think I'm all ready to get uh moon mare added in. Let's hope this works. Let's go ahead and, uh, play our little jingle. Hello. Well, it looks like we do have Moon Mare here with us. Hello, Moon Mare. Hopefully, I'm here and my phone's ringing in the background, so ignore that. You are here. Your your mouth might be a little close to your mic, but other than that, everything's splendid. It's been giving me trouble today, so we'll see how it does. Yeah, it's, it doesn't sound too bad. You know, a little bit of poppage, but it's not too terrible. Mm-hmm. Say hi to everybody. Howdy, uh, Joe, Rain, Kenny, Miles, and Michelle, and I think that's everybody. Yes. Hi, Moon Mare. Oh, no, no, no. Oh, hold on a second. You forgot somebody. This is not cool. You forgot Jiminy Jr. Did I forget the penis? (laughs) 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 Oh, see? (laughs) You might not have forgotten that. Don't save penis in this house! 
wow, you whipped that out real quick. So, uh, <laughs> oh, top of my list. Yeah. <laughs> top line, top line. So, uh, <laughs> top line. Well, how the hell have you been? Uh, I'm fucking pissed off today. Well, but, yeah. you know, I don't think uh, you're alone. No. no, but I, my entire crew basically are all from Mexico. Some are undocumented. I don't ask who is and who isn't. Um, so this, this really hits close to home for um, my employees and in some cases their families. Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah. So how is your crew doing? Uh <laughs> We we had a sob day when uh, Dump was elected, and then um, you know we just we talk about stuff from time to time. We talk about you know what they can do and where they can go and what kind of resources are out there, and you know and they know that they're not um, you know they're not alone. They know that I'm there for them. They know that the company owners are there for them, and you know we try to just be as as human and supportive as possible. That's awesome that's wonderful and that's what we have to do now because really you know in the end we have to start taking care of each other don't we mm -hmm. yeah and it's you know it's heartbreaking because um i mean this this is my crew i work with them you know nine hours a day basically uh, i speak more spanish throughout the day than i speak english and then i come home and english is you know everything that's going on um but it's it's so tough uh, for them. It is. Did I get lost here? No, no, no. no I'm sorry. I was because I've been talking too much tonight. <laughs> no, no, it's fine. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, please. Stuff stuff popped up. Skype stuff popped up as I was talking, and I went, "Oh crap! Did I get no, no? You're fine. Uh, There's some messaging going back and forth, but please, uh, okay. you know, uh, keep talking. And Joe, you uh, 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 help me out here while I do some stuff. Okay. Yeah. So. The, the tough part, you know, for my crew um, is, in many cases, they feel like they have absolutely no options in this country. Some are, um, uh, you know, registered with green cards and whatnot. Some are not. But obviously, the ones who hold green cards can't vote either. And so they, right. they really, truly feel like their lives are in uh, my hands and in the hands of everybody else around them. And they don't feel like they have control over their own lives. Have you gotten See, any pressure on, uh, from uh, immigration or anything? Uh, we don't. No, but we're we're fairly small. It's not a um, a huge business, and you know everybody had a green card of some sort and a social security card when they applied. You know we don't. I, uh, mm -hmm. People have said that they are not um, legit, um, and I. And again, I don't. I don't ask. Um, you know, if people tell me stuff, I I listen. Um, it's the new but I have, don't tell. Yeah, it really is. Uh, but these are people who, in some cases, uh, ha have been here since the seventies. Some have been here for fifteen years. Some their entire children. Um, you know, all of their kids were born here in California, so they're they're rooted. You know, they've been paying taxes. They go shopping locally. They have been working, and um, uh, you know, for in one case, we've had one woman at the same business for thirty years. She's been there from the time the business was founded, and. Uh, you know, so they really are family. They're, you know, more than just workers and cer certainly not just seasonal workers or agricultural workers. 
Yeah. Uh, and that is the business. It is an agricultural business. Um, so it's a, it's a very um, close topic to me, and it's a very close topic to the people I spend my days with. Yeah. How, many, how many are dreamers? Do you know? um, of my direct employees, I don't mm -hmm. think any are dreamers, um, but I do believe that they have some children dreamers. Okay. Um, I know one, one woman was uh, her child, her oldest child, uh, was a semester from graduating when uh, uh, we had the inauguration of the evil one. And mm. he uh -huh. was worried whether or not he'd be able to, to finish um, college. Would he be able to graduate? I do appreciate that you referred to him as the evil one. So <laughs> I can't say, I honestly can't say his name. It just makes me sick. You know, yeah. Uh, yeah. I want to just bring this up. I'm really glad that you're talking about this because I've been trying to do research. I hear a lot of questions out there. When I say hear them, I don't hear them. I read them because there's a lot of stupid people on social media. Yeah. And one of the biggest things is regarding these dreamers and their parents. They're, Why yes. didn't they just become citizens? And it irritates the hell out of me because while we're talking about the DACA, DACA and mm -hmm. dreamers, I think something's being lost in that there, the path to citizenship in this country is so small, it's ridiculous. Yeah. And I'm it sure is. that the people who you are, you know, your team understand this. And I just, I wish more people understood this. That it's not easy. It's not like I'm coming here, I'm going to get a green card, and I'm going to become a citizen. I, it's it's amazing. It's amazing to me. I've been trying to do a lot of research on this, and it's not easy for anybody to become a citizen. And that, to me, is a problem in and of itself. It is. And some of the stories that I get, you know, from my employees, I have one woman um, who, again, has been here from the 70s. And she said, people ask me why I don't speak better English. You know, you're here in this country. Why don't you speak better English? Mm. And she said, I've been working. I'm trying to feed my family. So I'm working, and when I'm not working, I'm taking care of my family. Yeah. She said, when am I supposed to learn English? When am I supposed to go take classes? You know, I'm trying to make ends meet. I'm trying to keep my family surviving. Um, some people came here um, probably after um, the first round of amnesty. They missed that amnesty window, and they were hoping that there'd be another amnesty window, and there isn't. The Reagan uh, one, right? Uh, yeah. Okay. Um, so we're, you know, again, we're talking about people who've been here for uh, 12 years, 15 years, 20 years, longer. Um, and one woman uh, ran away from an abusive husband. She came here with her um, son who was just over a year old. So what's she going to do? Leave her son in Mexico? Exactly. You know, for her, her, his dad to, to beat him? Um, it's... Uh, it's it's a lot more human than you often see on the news. Exactly. And, excuse me. And for, for me, because these are the people that I work with day in and day out, it's very immediate. So, you know, I heard about it as soon as it was announced. One of my uh, staff came in and said, did you hear? He um, uh, canceled DACA. He said, there's people calling into the radio right now and they're crying on the radio. Mm. Well, and that's the thing. You you really nailed it on the head there, you know, saying it's much more human than the media is reporting. I mean, and that's the thing. Every, And this is the thing that 
I say this so much about so many different scenarios. Um, when you try and do a blanket solution to an issue like this, you know, or, or not even a blanket solution, but if you just take blanket tactics, political tactics, because you know, again, yeah. this is this is completely unnecessary. What the administration is doing, it's it, again, it's toxic, racist, white nationalism is what's going on. He's pandering to them. Um, you yes. know, so you know he's uh, those fine people, you know, uh, in the white hoods, and 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 that is a hundred percent. It's a thousand percent true. The, you know, it's so much more human than you could ever imagine. You you know, and if you have a shred of empathy, even if you don't know anybody who uh, you know uh, who has a, fa- a dreamer in the family or or you know is a dreamer whatever if you don't know anybody you have to know look at your life and then look at your neighbor's life just your neighbor even if you're the same skin tone whatever doesn't matter your life and your sibling's life and just understand everybody's life is different and complex and some people they have to flee from spousal abuse some people have to flee from sexual abuse some people have to flee from oppressive regimes some people have to flee for you know uh, you know a country they're in because they can't get the medical treatment they needed or they need a job or whatever and again we're supposed to be better than that right and you know, and people will say, well, we have to have some kind of immigration reform. And, and I'm fine with that. Um, however, I see a huge difference between somebody who's lived here for 10 years or 15 years, and they have essentially been acting as citizens, as opposed to someone who showed up six months ago. If you want to apply different citizenship standards or different speed to processing applications to those people, I think that's justified. Someone who just yes. got here, you know, yeah, okay, they can they can wait a little bit, um, but it is, uh, it's. It, it, I don't want to say that it's not a huge issue because I know it's a real push button issue for a lot of people, but I think what happens in that push button um, reactionary um, response, we lose the humanity and we lose the fact that. Um, if you were driving, let's say, with your five-year-old child in your car and you got a speeding ticket, should she have to go to jail? Right. Yeah. You know, Which is should what's she, happening now. Right. So, yeah, I the mean, parents, um, you know, the parents were the ones who came here uh, without papers, without documentation, without a, a legal method of entry. But it's not the parents who are going to suffer as much as the children who don't know any other country. And, you know, you're, you're basically sending them to um, a hostile place. And my employees have said that it is not a friendly place to um, children who grew up in the United States who then have to go back to Mexico. They're not particularly welcomed there either. Or Nicaragua or Honduras or Ecuador. Mm. I mean, you know, South America yeah. is not what it was 20 years ago. Oh, crud. Yeah. I'm sorry. I completely forgot. We have birthday boners to do. I'm sorry, Moon Mayor, but uh, this has been a this has been a great conversation because we're we're uh, uh, um, you know you you like you're providing to talk to Moon Mayor some, more about this in the future. Yeah, and you have and you have oh, such yeah. a beautiful voice too. Do you want your yeah. own show? I can make it happen. 
<laughs> there are days when I think about that, and there are days when I go, oh, fuck, no, not again. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll have but to the, get you on as a special correspondent then. How about that? Yeah, I'm I'm more than happy to, you know, to fill in or be a, um occasional host or an occasional RCI. Um, I at this Ooh. point, I don't think I want to do anything on a regular basis. Well, we'll uh, I'll put you on the fill-in roster then. So I'll put you in there with Kat and Adam and Miles and Michelle, and it'll be a hoot. So um, yeah, and I just I don't get home I don't get home for the start of the show, so I'd have to start a little bit later. All right, all right, fair enough. Well, I'll tell you what. Um, we're gonna we'll do birthdays when we come back, uh, just because I mean it, that was a very poignant discussion, and I don't want to diminish it uh, by having john boehner sing right now so oh it's uh, okay with me if you diminish it (laughs) okay i was gonna i was gonna end the call with penis so you know you might as well all right uh okay well here we go so uh rain this is an encore performance for your birthday uh your 50th uh, birthday encore and uh yeah because we i played it for you on friday too Oh, oh, thank you. I, I missed that. No, that's all right. And, of course, uh, Rob Poole, who is... Um, Rob! Yeah, Rob Poole, former uh, co-host uh, of... Uh, who Miles and Michelle uh, gladly stepped up uh, to uh, uh, join in on Mike Check Radio when uh, Rob Poole left. a lot of lasagna. Yeah, oh, it, it he's like Garfield. To try to, yeah, it took two of us to try to fill his shoes. So yeah, <laughs> and uh, uh, but uh, well, to be fair, uh, his uh, you guys have been filling in for me a lot too, so that uh, that helps <laughs> out. Um, but uh, but yeah, so uh, uh, again, Rob left, uh, you know, but he he left behind a, a good legacy, and he's still a great friend. So uh, for Rain and Rob Poole, um, uh, sorry if there's anybody else who needs this. But uh, we're going to run with it right now. Rain and Rob! This is your birthday song. It doesn't last too long. Hey! Hey! Your birthday song. It doesn't last too long. Hey! Hey! Thank you. Thank you, all dear friends, for coming to my birthday! There you go. And Rain, if you want, I don't have the dog barking happy birthday, but I do have the the pug singing the Batman theme song I could play for you after the break if you want as a special bonus. Only if you want. Only if I'm, you want. I'm good. So, and we had <laughs> a birthday. We had a birth yesterday. That's right. A puppy birthday. Yeah, let's play it for that. Puppies. Well, okay, Pete, Pete, Joe, uh, Joe, hold that thought. We'll we'll let you start. I'll introduce you last when we come back and and you can give that big announcement because we we are over uh, over the the top of the hour here. But uh, uh, Moonmare, it was fantastic to have you on. Um, And again, I'm going to take you up on that offer of joining us uh, as a co-ho, a a fill in co-host, a rototer. Oh, yeah, absolutely. You said co-ho. Uh, go home. <laughs> I just couldn't finish my thought because I'm brain dead right now. Um, so Ken, I love you. I'm sorry for being so teased. Ken, you want to you want to re- Ken, you want to record yourself sometime and listen to your phrasing. Yeah, I might, I might, but I don't have time for that drop right now. But thank you for for calling me out. Uh, anywho, uh, uh, Moonmare, we'll talk to you soon. Okay, and uh, have a wonderful right. uh, rest of your week. Thank you. You too. Good right. night, Moon. Bye-bye. Bye. 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 So uh, that was that was wonderful as always, and yeah, that would be great to have her on for an hour or two. 
to discuss the issues. So, uh, all right, uh, uh, let's go ahead and hit the break. When we come back, uh, as promised, we'll have uh, um, we'll have the the pug singing Batman. Joe has a special announcement and uh um yeah lots more oh and we have some awesome jake tapper audio and of course we're gonna start gearing up for mad libs i picked out some really great ones tonight so think really gross tonight everybody please think gross because they're gonna be awesome the grosser you think so uh anyway break time we'll be right back turn up the night with kenny pick occasionally i get a jerk like you here so thank you kennypick.com This is Indie Media Weekly, extraterrestrial radio, all the power without the tower. And now, on with the show. Kenny Pick, he is host of the show Turn Up the Night in Cleveland, where police are turning up the heat. Welcome to another edition of Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. What you're about to see is nothing short of a miracle. So revolutionary that at this point in time, there is nothing else like it anywhere. You may ask yourself, how is this possible? Computers, that's how. He has a machine and a cord right out of his computer. Prepare to make computer to computer contact. It is an idiot idea. Holy macro. The internet, that's the one with email, right? You've got mail. Yeah, who said that? Thank you. God bless the internet. That's where the real action is. Come on and take a look. This could be very interesting indeed. Welcome back to the Tuesday edition of Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick, broadcasting live on IndieMediaWeekly.com worldwide. And uh, yes, we're welcome back to Turn Up the Heat with Kenny Pick. <laughs> Uh, and uh, play that little clip from KXL Jacob Dean's station there for our little transitional clip, as it were. And, of course, welcome back to Rain from Four Freedoms Blog in Washington, D.C. Uh, of course, please check out fourfreedomsblog.com for all things Four Freedoms Blog. And, of course, today is Ask Vet Tuesday from uh, yes. Trisec. In which Trisec talks about our situation with North Korea. Oof. Yeah. A note, I have not brought that up. <laughs> so, uh, it, it ain't good, folks. I did, and it ain't pretty. No. No, no. no it's not. Yeah. And, uh, of course, that other voice you hear, that lovely voice you hear, is uh, Michelle uh, Lagan from uh, Port St. Lucie, Florida. Also heard on Mike Check Radio every Saturday, 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern, right here on Indie Media Weekly. Welcome back, Michelle. Well, thank you. I, I kind of feel a little inadequate after uh, Moonmare with her wonderful voice. <laughs> hey, you all have great voices. Uh, no, no, don't, don't. I don't. feel like a kid. <laughs> that that that's your shtick, though. That's good. So, uh, <laughs> uh, no, you you don't sound like a kid. Uh, but uh, and of course, uh, Mister Giggly Pants over there, uh, Miles Lagon <laughs> in South Florida. <laughs> Uh, who, who uh, rightly yeah, should well, it, should knock that man around from time to time. Uh, in all fairness, I do deserve it, but uh, I am yeah. willing to yield my seat so that the chat room can enjoy more of Moon Mare's voice. The chat room has spoken. Oh, they, they want you fired? <laughs> did they did they call for your head? Oh, that, 
No, but they, they want more Moonmere. <laughs> well, she's not going to be able to do it all the time, so, you know, we, we, she, it'll be special occasions, uh, of course. So, uh, And of last, course. but most certainly not least, uh, another man who, uh, another individual, I should say, who has a wonderful voice. Uh, because, again, I mean that about everybody who's on the show. If you don't have a good voice, you know, you're not welcome here. So, <laughs> um, no, I'm not. Hi, lady. <laughs> uh, I, I kid. Uh, but communication skills are key, everyone, in radio. Uh, and one who, a man who has them in uh, in spades, Mr. Joe Santoris of Scranton, Pennsylvania. The Electric City also heard on the Tim Carmel Show. Uh, check out timcarmel.com. And, of course, uh, check out the schedule here for when you can check out the, the, uh, the broadcast times. And uh, also check out the poorly written political blog, The Garage for the Clown Car, the, the virtual garage. I'm responsible for all that. You Holy are. Holy cow. Damn it. And uh, you had a little announcement you would like to make. A very little, little, tiny, fuzzy announcement. Uh, I do. Well, we had some sad news. Yeah. But we also had some good news. So our, our dog pal, our seven-year-old dog pal... Uh, as you know, we were trying to get his girlfriend pregnant. We accomplished that. She had two puppies. Unfortunately, they were born yesterday. One died. Mm, I am but so one sorry about survived. that. Yeah, we hate that. That's so sad to see. But uh, the good news is that uh, one survived. I'm going to put a picture of him right in the chat right now. He is currently down in South Carolina waiting to be picked up by the Santoruses. Uh, sometime in October, I'll be making a trip down south. So uh, oh. we're glad that will be uh, his name will be Pal Junior or PJ. Oh, that's great! I love it. Uh, that is perfect. Oh, nice. So, yeah, so uh, that's that's PJ. I have and, to ask. Uh, uh, I have to ask real quick. Do collies n- typically have very small litters, or do the Lassie no. breeds have small litters? No, we're um, uh, no, no, they didn't. But the the particular line um, that that recently has has had small litters, um, and I'm thinking that the we're thinking that the boys uh, are having some trouble with their sperm. Oh, but um, yeah, you can blame it on the we, boys. Well, <laughs> you know, because the girls have had litters with other guys, and they've been doing okay but uh uh yeah we've had some some problems with that so uh no usually they have like pals there were a dozen so so uh, you're saying it's yeah. a problem with uh, male semen no oh, sorry i'm sorry <laughs> <laughs> yes the male semen but um well he did he did you know produce uh, one so yeah. uh well actually two but but the one that that is uh, doing very well so um we're gonna take him home sometime around uh halloween well a lot so a lot three. of yeah well well will that be three with with pal sharky and pj <laughs> yes and sharky's the most excited it'll be his first cousin oh That's my right. goodness That's right. yes yes because sharky is the son of pal's sister Littermate. 
you, you, my oh. goodness. You have a lot of uh, a lot of love going out for uh, uh, to you in the chat. It's scrolling by very quickly, but there's a lot of people saying a lot of kind words about uh, the 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 baby you lost, and uh, but I know. Lo- lots of excitement for uh, for PJ. Yeah, and it will be, and and uh, and Sharky's looking forward to having somebody who's a little bit more uh, conducive to play than Pal. Is PJ a boy or a girl? A boy. Oh, okay. Yeah, they were so, both boys. So is Sharky kind okay. of official now? Because that's the only name I ever hear you refer to him as, is Sharky. You know, we call Sharky anything we we want. <laughs> <laughs> We've never had a dog where we stuck with one name anyway. Okay. Who does? You oh, know, yeah. you always start with a name, and everybody gives them a nickname, and then before you oh. know it, we had one collie that was so stupid, we used to call him Duh. <laughs> <laughs> well, I always call uh, I always call Tim Mister L- Mister Big Pants or Strong Boy or things like that. You know, so uh, <laughs> yeah, he's a, he's a strong boy. I mean, yeah, but uh, you know, I mean. Um, you, you called him all kinds of things, but Sharky sort of stuck because uh, that's we, we made that his uh, radio name because whenever he's on your show, he's Sharky. Yeah, so I'm that's, that's I his, well, I am honored. I am honored that that you decided on Sharky because Sharky was going to be the original name of our our uh, late uh, Cthulhu cat, um, and uh, uh, because he was gray. He looks a lot. He looked a lot like Tim, um, but uh, but you know, Sharky never stuck Tim with Coral him. Or, or no, Tim, Tim our cat. Tim, our cat. Oh, which, oh. <laughs> which <laughs> I say Tim. That's why I like Tim Carmel so much. He's got the same yeah. name as my kitty. So <laughs> yes, and, and he purrs like a kitty too. <laughs> he purrs. I bet he does. I haven't yeah. met a. I'll have to cradle him in my arms the first time I meet him in person and see what happens. So, <laughs> oh boy, <laughs> could be fun. Uh, <laughs> but uh, and if I don't witness that, you know who I have to blame? Blame yourself, you, me. So. Uh, but anyway, now again, congratulations with PJ, uh, Joe, that is, that's very exciting. So, um, but yeah, I'm, I'm sorry. Yeah, we're, excited. we're excited. Sorry about the other. Yeah. It was sort that, of like a bittersweet day yesterday, but, yeah. uh, you, uh, you know, with, with, as you know, some people are pointing out, you have to take the good with the bad when you take in, uh, pets because, uh, you know, our, our, my friend, uh, uh, Bob, uh, Weatherwax, who started the line, uh, he always says uh, that's when the bill comes due for all the happiness they give you. You got to pay the bill at the end. But uh, wise you know, words, but uh, bittersweet, but wise words. Right, but you know what? I wouldn't want to give up all the time you have with them. So there you go. Exactly. Because if you did, you'd never get married. You'd never have a relationship because that's the only way you don't lose things. And if you never have. Yeah, yeah. That's uh, it. So, uh, Michelle, did you want to say something real quick? No, he he just summed it up. You know, I I I feel bad about the lost puppy, but I am happy that you're going to have a puppy a puppy baby with you soon. That's pretty cool. Yes, thank Very you. Cool. So, uh, hey, Michelle, are you going to show up to clean up the poop? <laughs> uh, no, that's why I've been back to adult dogs recently. <laughs> and I only say this. I only say this because. Joe, you're going to have three dogs again. I'm sure you've had three dogs before, right? I've had four. 
You've had, had 10 high, million, right? We've had four. Oh, yeah, we've had lots of okay. dogs, but four okay. at one time. So, so, yeah, the dog poop. You know, oh, there's right. a service in our area that does that for you. Don't They'll come oh, to your yard and pick it up. Don't ever feed your dogs my chili. <laughs> oh, don't worry. They yeah. got into salsa once, and that was... Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure I know what you were saying when you were cleaning it up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, the, the, the funniest was, was when they ate Play-Doh, and they were oh. crapping in pastel colors. <laughs> oh, okay. It's kind of like when a cat eats... Yeah, we were- our cats in the 70s before you know we wised up and and uh didn't use it uh either uh tinsel or easter grass yes oh, yeah. yeah the tinsel doesn't come out all at once it sort of no comes out hangs. no in the thing tinsel, tinsel pull it. yeah pull the exactly tinsel it'll just hang out there and you're just like yeah. you know in the look they give you when you pull it out they're like whoa what did you do to me and you know, that you is not cool. You can't leave it there until the next cycle. No, you got to get a you got to get a paper towel and just grab it and yeah. give it a yank, and then they're like, "Hey, Best. I didn't give you permission to do side. that. That is not yeah, cool, yeah, I just bro." Hope it doesn't get that tinsel in the electric socket because yeah. boy, oh my God. that's gonna be a shocker. My cats are probably freaking out that I'm raising my voice that much, but that's literally <laughs> the kind of reaction a cat would give you. Like, what are you doing back there? <laughs> well, Bad when, touch. When they hit the play, though, we were Bad watching, touch. walking around, saying, watching them take a dump and saying, "Boy, that, that's a pretty one." Well, yeah, I mean, well, well, that's the thing. It's probably like those little Play-Doh machines, too, where, you know, you turn the crank and it comes out in like a star shape or whatever. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> a little cookie cutter at the end. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, Lee, Lee, again, Lee again says, one learns so much here at T- uh, Turn Up the Night. <laughs> that's why you have so. to tune in every, every night. You, you I know. know. You that's never know what you're going to miss. You there never you know. Yeah, who, so, who, who knew that dogs had such amazing sphincter control? Yes, uh, it, they really this, don't. This show, this show is turning. This show is a real Putin nanny. Um, so, uh, <laughs> all right, all right. I got uh, speaking of speaking of Putin nannies, um, uh, 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 Mister Charter in Chief. Uh, that would be uh, Fat Fat Donnie. Well, Jake Tapper uh, reminded everybody of some bad news that dropped on Friday that uh, seemed to get buried under all of the uh, weather news and everything else. Um, So uh, uh, listen to this from Jake Tapper. It's about two minutes long. You were probably two or three dark and stormies into Labor Day weekend when late on Friday, the Justice Department quietly acknowledged in a court filing that they, too, could find no evidence for President Trump's wild tweets accusing former President Obama of wiretapping Trump Tower back in March. The Justice Department was responding to a Freedom of Information Act request for evidence backing up the president's claim. But even the president's own Justice Department came up snake eyes on that role. Quote, both FBI and NSD, that's National Security Division of the Justice Department, confirmed that they have no records related to wiretaps as described by the March 4th, 2017 tweets, the filing read. That, of course, supports what then-FBI Director James Comey told Congress also in March. I have no information that supports those tweets, and we have looked carefully inside the FBI. The Department of Justice has asked me to share... 
you that the answer is the same for the Department of Justice and all its components. The Department has no information that supports those tweets. Friday night document dumps are a time-honored tradition in Washington for administration seeking to put out information so that you don't pay any attention to it. Holiday weekend Friday night document dumps are traditionally when the administration is so embarrassed about the information of our system and checks and balances ma is mandating that it released. It's doing everything it can to hide it. And make no mistake, this information is embarrassing. It's embarrassing because the president said something that wasn't true at all, and the federal government knew it wasn't true back in March when Comey testified, and your taxpayer dollars keep being used to investigate this fiction. The Trump administration has made any number of attempts to try to force the claim into somewhere near the possibility of a neighborhood of maybe true saying that the president was actually talking about unmasking requests or leaning on some wild claims by a Fox News contributor who claimed British intelligence did the dirty deed, a statement from which the Fox News News division had to distance itself. But the bottom line is, and always has been, there is no evidence that Donald Trump was wiretapped by Barack Obama. It was and continues to be a lie. And no holiday weekend Friday night document dump is going to cover that up. Oh, that's so sad. Bummer, dude. So, uh, yeah, uh, it, it, the the Trump DOJ just said, yeah, that that was a lie. A lie. A lie. Okay. Please yeah. discuss Here, while I write down. Uh, you guys get you get the floor uh, while I finish the the Mad Libs now. So please go ahead. No, a lie. A lie means that you did not tell the truth. It, did, it means that you didn't even try to hide the truth. It was a pure out-and-out -out lie. As in, your mother is a liar. Yes. A fabrication. A falsehood. Completely not true. Uh, well, here's the thing. Also when you say known a fabrication as or a falsehood, that's kind of making a lie look less like a lie. <laughs> they came out and said, this is a lie. Yeah. How, do you, how do you amplify a lie? Verbal I diarrhea. Verbal yeah, diarrhea. there you go. That's that's what it is. <laughs> to me, to me I, maybe I'm maybe I'm missing it because we've heard mistruths could be misinterpreted. It might not be accurate. All of these things, but the Justice Department came out and said this is a lie, and so you can't it. make it anything more. Once you hit lie, that's like hitting a brick wall. That's yeah, it. I want I want to see a crayon go across to say he made that shit up. <laughs> right, right across on CNN, he just made that shit up. Liar, liar! But you know what else? On fire! But here we are spending taxpayer money on on this on on his on his lies on his fantasies yeah. on his uh, you know delusions that he he dreams in the middle of the night and then tweets about. The wall was the same thing. You know, the wall came to be because they, this, this, some low-level staffer was trying to figure out how to put a, a, a physical thing to, to, to represent, you know, uh, border security. Yeah. I said, oh, how about a wall? And now we're talking about paying for it. Yeah. You yeah. know, and it was just uh, some, somebody's yeah. passing thought. About paying for it. At this point... God damn it. I hate this administration. I don't like to use the word hate, but I do hate what they're doing. I love to use yeah. the word hate when it's anything Trump related. 
<laughs> yeah. I, as I told Barbara today, I said I would like to go to the White House, and this is not this does not reflect the Kenny Pick show, but I'd like to go to the White House and slap everybody in it right across the face. Um, All right, tell us in advance. We can I, get a Kickstarter going. For not, not, not hurt them, phone. just slap them. I, uh, no, 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 no. Them. Here's the thing, Joe. You, I want you to issue a correction right now. That does reflect uh, the Turn Up the Night show. <laughs> yeah, okay. <kind> of does. <laughs> okay. Okay. The, 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 I, would, uh, I would just my, my opinion to wear proper protection. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I just watched Sarah Huckabee Sanders today, and she was so vile today. I mean, it, it was so bad. And then she had the guts to say Congress should do their jobs or step aside. Really? How about your boss? What the fuck is he doing? Sitting there saying, who sent me the bill and I'll sign it. Yeah, the idea yeah. when when she said step aside, yeah. I was just sort of, I did a head tilt. I was like, oh, so basically the White House is now saying that all of Congress should leave their jobs so the entire White House could lead the government. Right. In other words, if you won't do what we want, go away. Yeah. Yeah, my biggest problems with Sarah Huckabee Sanders is every time I listen to her now, it's beginning to sound more and more like the teachers from Charlie Brown because like <laughs> nothing she says makes you know it's worth listening to. It's just wah 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 wah. Yeah, <sighs> yeah. She has this the phrase. Uh, yeah, Michelle, you're right. She has that phrase. Uh, <laughs> That's it. <laughs> yeah, she keeps saying. I, th I think we've made that clear. Every time yeah. they make something muddy. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, except nobody's totally made it clear. That's why the reporters are asking questions. I do not yeah. like that woman. I don't like her as a person, but I like her less as a woman. And I want to make that clear. I look at her and I'm like, you know yeah. what? We're women. You are not representing us well. And you need to go away, little girl. Yeah. Go. You know, I, I uh, yeah. um, there are men, a lot of men. There's a lot more men in this world. I feel that way uh, about than there. I'm sure there are women you feel about because there's so many mm -hmm. men who who I just think are fucking sellouts as human beings, and they're focused mm -hmm. on superficial nonsense like. You know, what they think, hey, being macho is getting, you know, oh, what Trump's doing is he's an alpha male right there because he just don't care. Oh, it, yeah, because alpha males actually cry constantly about unfair <laughs> portrayal in the media, right? You know, so yeah. so when I see these <laughs> yeah. sad sacks of shit uh, making excuses uh, for the the behavior of Trump in saying that that's that's real machismo or whatever. Um, I'm just like you. No, you're fuck. You're a fucking embarrassment to uh, to men uh, around the world. So just shut your fucking talk holes. Well, Sarah, Sarah, what Huckabee, Sarah Huckabee Sanders. Mm. She's probably a hero to those guys that you just mentioned, Ken. Oh yeah. In, but and mind you, and I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna do a superficial little thing here. Mind you, if there was a, a somebody who looked like her, who was a Democrat, 
and got up to speak for oh. you know a, a, a democratic president or anybody else i i've always said she looks like a weird marie osmond but you know the, the you know i'm not <laughs> you know it, she's just a weird celebrity lookalike you know i'm not criticizing her weight or anything like that um you know but if if she looked the way she did and she was a, a democrat oh my god the things they would say about her would would yep. make oh, yeah. any should make any yep. human being uh enraged but you know yep. i don't go after her looks i go after what she says and she isn't either an outright liar or she won't ever answer a question and that infuriates me oh i can assure you she's an outright liar because she's a huckabee and they're oh. phony Christians who are so comfortable with lying. If they do truly worship a yeah. God, he's got tentacles where a mouth should be. Um, you know, they're, they're, they're fucked up people, the, the hickabillies. Yeah, whatever happened to that uh, false witness thing? Mm, <laughs> it's not Her name is Sarah Huckabee Sanders. It's uh. not in the Necronomicon, Joe. So <laughs> and I really you know, and, and why does she have to keep bringing her kids up? You know, like oh, if you want to be see something really chaos, just come to my house. Or I don't care. Here, here, okay, here. You know, yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't care. You know, yeah. I, I, you're there to represent the president of the United States to the press, who are our agents, the public's agents. Okay, there to find out the truth of what's going on, and you have a responsibility to tell us, not stand there and lie. Here's the thing, I, I right now, in the past, in the past, even even during the Bush administration and the Obama administrations, you had the press secretary. The press secretary came out and represented the administration. It re, it represented the White House, and you know the executive branch. What we are seeing right now. And we saw it with we saw it with Spicer, and I miss Spicer. And right now, it's on fucking steroids with Sarah Sanders. It's not representing the administration, the executive branch, or the White House. She is Donald Trump's spokesperson. Yep, mouthpiece right there. So, uh, and all I right. think that's a really important point to make. I think it is. I think it is. But uh, all right. On that note, uh, we, we do have to go to break. Uh, uh, unless Miles, uh, you, you were relatively silent there. Did you want to get in a, a a final thought before we hit the break? Mm, no, I'm. I, I was listening, and man, that that yeah. I I, I was going to chime in with something like. Yeah, it's inappropriate. You can get the buzzer ready, but uh, it's something like, "Yeah, she she looks like Marie on meth, Marie Osmond on meth." <laughs> no, it's not. It's not. That's not too terrible. So I think I she she okay. she should be skinnier if she was on meth, and and that's not a judgment call. People on meth weigh nothing, yeah. so they're like fucking zombies. Yeah. Um. So anywho, uh, unless they eat enough faces, but then those are the bath salt people. So. Uh, <laughs> yes. Our faces fat. The Florida zombies. Yes, that's right. So, anywho, let's go ahead and uh, hit the break. Uh, when we come back, uh, we will reap the rewards from the chat and complete three Mad Libs tonight. Everybody, I'm also going to tell people uh, some of the, some of the items I bought at uh, IKEA with the Sues on uh, Sunday after the reunion, and complain about having to walk around a big room. 
and stuff. <laughs> uh, and I have a warning about a product I bought, everyone. A product warning. So uh, don't worry. It's not that scary. Uh, but yeah, we're going to go ahead. And in honor of uh, two of my role-playing friends, uh, we're going to listen to Role-Playing Master. Of course, this this goes out to you, Miles and Michelle. Uh, role-Playing Master by Hairwolf coming up. And uh, hang tight. We'll be right back with the final segment of this Tuesday edition of Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. So new and different, it won first prize at the International Inventors Exposition. KennyPick.com Welcome to the labyrinth of the world. It's a land of three letters. A, P, and D. Filling out your character Metal aficionado, Kenny Pick. Every weekday from 5 to 7 p.m. Eastern, it's... Gods and Monsters. Gods of Metal and Monsters of Rock, right here on Indie Media Weekly. Brace yourselves for two big hours of hard rock and heavy metal, selected from my own personal music vault. You'll hear classics from the extended family trees of Black Sabbath, Deep Purple, and Kiss, heavy metal standards like Judas Priest, Iron Maiden, and Dio. You'll get a heap and helping of power metal, speed metal, thrash, melodic, glam, you name it, it's here. Except death metal and new metal. I do not like that stuff. You'll hear guitar virtuosos and shredders from the Leviathan and Shrapnel Records catalogs. Rare gems from the new wave of British heavy metal. Some guilty pleasures in the form of 80s hair metal. And rock and metal from around the globe. Gods and Monsters. Every weekday from 5 to 7 p.m. Eastern, right here on Indie Media Weekly. 
Yeehaw! Sunday, 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 come on down to Southern Progressive Revival to hear the best and worst of Southern politics once again. We've got all brand new episodes for the low, low price of 100% free and tons of extras, including guests, rants, and flustered hosts and co-hosts. Think your credit ain't good enough? We don't care. Think you don't have nothing to hear since you ain't from the South? Well, that ain't right. You reckon that Yankee pick feller's got more class than us? Well, that might be true. But let's do this. Come listen to Southern Progressive Revival live every Sunday from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern on Indie Media Weekly, Extraterrestrial Radio, all the power without the tower. Come now and we'll throw in a free pine tree air freshener. Wow! Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. Where is it that you're from? Cleveland. Cleveland's. Like Erie. Erie. What was once the mistake by the lake is now the roar by the shore. I'm rapidly becoming a big underground success in this town. Cleveland has taken its honored place in the building of America. Thank you, Cleveland! <laughs> yeah! Thank you, Cleveland. Thank you, Washington, D.C. Thank you, Scranton, Pennsylvania. Thank you, Port St. Lucie. Twice. Welcome back to the show, everybody. Uh, and uh, I, I want to tell everybody, uh, Susan and I, of course, uh, uh, once again, uh, thank you. Uh, uh, special thanks to Kat. Uh, for uh, showing us that wonderful restaurant. And we had a great time with her, great conversation. Um, and uh, it was it was a real treat catching up. And by the way, I want to know what her secret is because she hasn't aged a day since the last time I saw her. <laughs> Seriously. She looks exactly the same. It's amazing. Uh, so, uh, and uh, uh, me, a mm, little bit more gray in the beard. Um, <laughs> uh, and, uh, but yeah, it was, it was a great time. And of course, uh, Kenny pick senior, uh, great time, best time ever at a reunion. I know it was kind of small this year, but I, I guess it was a little more intimate. We got to share a little, some more stories with, with folks, uh, to have a better understanding of, of, you know, uh, cousins. Uh, and unfortunately there was only one. One, uh, my aunt Sue was the only person there from my grandfather's generation. Um, uh, my aunt Jean is not doing so well. And unfortunately, my uncle uh, Dormant, Uncle Junior, uh, the college professor from Massachusetts, couldn't make it. But my aunt Sue was married to Bill Picklesimer. Uh, and uh, this is a, a funny little story, but she is a. Uh, her cousin is um, uh, oh oh Bo, Tom, uh, Richard Thomas, John Boy Walton. Everybody, I'm related to John Boy Walton by marriage. <laughs> so, and oh, cool. uh, oh, wow. yeah, very cool. Get uh, to mem- say, huh? uh, yeah, I got to say, gotta say goodnight to him every night. Yes, I do. I do. So, oh, okay. uh, but, uh, but it was very cool, very cool memories from going to, uh, uncle Bill and aunt Sue's house and, uh, uh, amazing meals they would have there. And uncle, I remember uncle Bill actually took me to, uh, he took me to a store, um, that was a hobby shop. And he bought me a module for the uh, Marvel Comics role playing game that came out in the eighties. <laughs> and he just he's oh. he's like he's like okay whatever I'll buy it for you I don't know what it is but all right <laughs> so uh, so he bought me a module for that uh, it was the TSR one um, and Aunt Sue would make these amazing I remember breakfast there and they'd say uh, you know uh, Uncle Bill would say hey, everybody have a sweet roll. 
well, a sweet roll is a donut uh, to Uncle Bill. <laughs> and I'm sorry, Uncle Bill has, has passed. But, um, uh, yeah, so they would put out, like, dozens of donuts. And the next thing you know, there would be, like... You know, piles of eggs and breakfast meats and biscuits and toast and grits and just so much food. It was just amazing. And it's just such a warm, fuzzy memory for me. And in and uh, Aunt Sue tasted my chili and she loved it. And I was so flattered Aww. by that. I was so flattered by that, that, that she again was the only the only person at the reunion this year from my 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 dad's dad my grandpa herschel picklesheimer um uh the only person from uh his uh you know an in-law but nonetheless she married my grandfather's brother and um you know uh it, it was really touching to me and i feel bad because like i we we showed up and i gave dad uh, some uh, homemade spaghetti sauce that uh, Susan made with her friend Shannon um, with like fresh tomatoes and everything and they canned it all and we have a whole bunch here and had I had had I been forward thinking I would have brought a few jars of it uh, but I gave one to dad and then Aunt Sue loved my cooking so much I was like well you gotta try it. I was like hey dad give me that spaghetti sauce let <laughs> me give it to Aunt Sue and I'll get you one soon so yes I'm gonna so dad I, Dad, I'm going to make it up to you, and I'm going to get you two jars of Susan's spaghetti sauce um, and some of my chili without cumin for you. So, um, But um, uh, cumin doesn't agree with Dad, and I did not know that until this reunion. But now I know. You see, it's opening up and sharing and caring, you know. Uh, but it, it was re- it was really great, and you know I got to uh, talk a lot with uh, my my dad's cousins. I, what what is that? Is that? How do you say that when it's your when it's your parents' cousin? How is that a cousin to you? Second cousin once removed, second or cousin second once cousin or second cousin, yeah. whatever something. Your parents' related. cousin, yeah, your second cousin, yeah. Like, so, yeah, yeah. So I got to talk to to Johnny, Pam, and um, uh, Jim uh, in uh, you know their spouses who were there, um, uh, uh, Sandy and. Oh, oh, I still need, I need another primer, Dad. Sorry. Uh, but no, it, it was really great. And uh, uh, Dad's uh, cousin, John, uh, he he gave me some uh, high praise on my chili. And I actually forgot to give Cat. Uh, I, I meant to take Cat some of the turkey chili I had made um, uh, to the restaurant where we were. And I forgot it in the in the fridge back at the uh, the hotel. And um, uh, I ended up um, uh, taking it to the reunion, obviously, because we had to leave the hotel room and it was in our cooler. And I talked to dad's cousin, John, and I was like, hey, I happen to have this chili that I forgot to give to my friend. Would you like it? And he's like, I'd never say no to free chili. So (laughs) (laughs) So it was it was awesome. So uh, that happened. And uh, also, oh, Kat will be interested to know this, too. Uh, Dad already heard this story. But uh, when we, uh, before we left uh, the hotel to go meet Kat, I walked out and we were on the second floor of the Hilton Garden Inn on Jackpot Road. Uh, (laughs) And we walked out, we walked out, I think there's got to be a casino around there or something. I don't know. But we, we, we walked out and I smelled cigarette smoke on the second floor. And I'm a smoker, but... I go out and I'm like, really? Is this the 70s? What year is this? 
<laughs> right, Michelle? <laughs> what year is this? Uh, <laughs> uh, so, so I walk out. And I'm like, you know, seriously, you're smoking in the hotel. Every room has a no smoking sign on it. You know, if I wanted to have a cigarette, yes, I took the painfully slow elevator. I walked through the lobby and I went outside and that's where I smoked. Uh, so we came back from dinner and we got up to the second floor. As soon as we got off the elevator, woo boy, it was nothing but pot smoke. Whole Whoa, place. God, that would have killed Su- me. Susan started coughing. <laughs> Susan started coughing because she she has you know some minor breathing issues, but the, it stunk so bad and it was so potent. Uh, she started coughing and I, and I immediately went down to the lobby and I I went down and I said, I cannot have been the first person on the second floor to complain about this. And the girl was <laughs> like, Yes, we know. I said the entire place smells like pot smoke. You know, and. Wow. And, uh, you know, and it was strong. It was skunky. It was skunky stuff. And they said, oh, yes, we're aware of it, and the police are coming out. So uh, oh, okay. probably about, th- and, and this is all documented, too, on um, on Mike Check Radio from last Saturday. Because the cops, I was, the, the uh, Adam and Miles and Michelle were trying to call me. And I was out in the hallway talking to the cops. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Joe. Yeah, Joe, you were there, too. Um, <laughs> and uh, no, so I wasn't, I wasn't smoking pot in the room. No, I was. No, no. So, uh, so I basically opened the door and I said, it wasn't us. We just got back from dinner. I just want to let you know it wasn't us. Uh, you know, and, and they were like, and they just they asked me real quick what I, you know, what I saw, what I smelled. And I said, I just got off the elevator and was overwhelmed by the stink. You know, um, and you know what? I'm, I'm again. I'm a smoker. I, I you, you know, used to, you know, uh, I used to do the marijuana uh, back in the day. I don't anymore. Uh, but seriously, it's not the 1970s. It ain't Studio 54. It's the Hilton Garden yeah. Inn on Jackpot Road. <laughs> that that would have that would have that would have closely killed me because I have pseudo uh, allergic reactions to pot smoke. My I mean my throat will swell up and everything. I'm that sensitive to it. And somebody it needs to discover. Somebody needs to discover the wonderful world of edibles when they travel. Absolutely. Um, you know, there's gummy bears. There's there's uh, uh, you know muffins you could, you could probably you find make, a gummy you could find a gummy these are great you could you find know. a gummy and joint it lasts you could, longer yeah it uh, yeah it does i can attest um you can well, get a, it takes you longer can, the brownies take longer to hit you <laughs> but so you they sort yeah. of overdose sometimes. but they leave they leave pretty uh slowly but you could get a gummy joint or a gummy bowl to get the oral sure. fixation and just nibble on it you know sure. Um, (laughs) but, uh, but anyway, so that's what happened. That was fucking wild. Uh, cause there were like five cops there. There was five cops in the hotel security and, um, yeah. Oh, but, uh, and I have to tell you this too. Uh, I went down later and, uh, talked to the people at the front desk and I said, um, yeah, I just wanted to thank you for, uh, and I, I said this to the security guard, um, cause apparently they, uh, a couple of the people fled, and then one person was arrested that had a warrant, and uh-huh. um, and uh-huh. I said to the security guard, I said, uh, I said, thank you for weeding them out. <laughs> you really did, didn't you? I did, and and the the desk clerk said that was very punny. So. <laughs> 
Thank you, millennial desk clerk. Um, you so, went all the way down to the desk to do that. Uh, well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, it didn't take them very long. It wasn't that late in the in the evening when it was going on. That was only like ten thirty. So, um, but uh, anywho, because they had free muffins and croissants down there too. So, had to oh, get those. okay. But anywho, let's go ahead and uh, and uh, do what we are gonna do here. We got to finish up these Mad Libs. I'm not even gonna have time. I'll talk IKEA on Friday because I got more IKEA stories to tell. Okay. So, uh, all right, here we go, everybody. Mad Libs. I'm as mad as hell, and I'm not gonna take this anymore. This is madness. Don't get mad, get Mad Libs. <laughs> oh God bless Mad Libs. <sighs> Okay, we have most of these filled out thanks to our magical chat room, and they got gross like I, I asked them to. So we're going to go ahead and go uh, alphabetical tonight. So first in line is Mr. Joe Santorsa. I need a number. <laughs> 42. 42. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> and uh, Michelle, I need another number. Six. 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 Six six six. Oh yeah. Also, I need to before before I go on. I need to tell everybody too. Uh, Dad, uh, it, I I offered him a can of Coke, or we, I was having a can of Coke, and he had one of those little see through plastic bottles. And uh, he's like, you know, I don't drink out of cans anymore, right? And I said, no. Why is that? He's like, well, I drink through the transparent bottles because the other day I drank a fly. Oh, oh no! Oh. <laughs> so I was like, "What? What? You don't like chunky Coca-Cola?" So, <laughs> oh. uh, but he didn't swallow it. Fortunately, he took a drink. There was something in his mouth. He spit it out, and it was a fly in his coke. So now, Kenny Pick Senior has advice for everybody: drink out of the plastic bottles instead of the the cans, because then you can see if there's a fly in it. So, yeah. <laughs> or bees. Or bees, not the bees. bees. <laughs> yes, yes. I have bees. I've yeah. seen bees crawl into coke can coke cans before. So oh, I've seen it too. At and, yeah. And you know the the oh. better the, even the better option for that is drink diet cola because bees don't like that shit. They don't even think about. It. They don't even think it's anything. So that probably should say something to you. But yeah, you don't want to drink a bee. Oh, yeah. oh not the bees! No. Not the bees! <laughs> ah! So, as Adam Hebert would say, important safety tip. Thanks, Egon, uh, to Kenny Pick Senior. Yeah, drink in transparent bottles. You'll never drink a fly. So, unless they're, I don't know, but they they could be camouflage because you know, depends how far. You might want to peel the label off too, so you can see if there's anything chunky floating on the surface there. Yeah. Even better. And if the fly says, help me, help me, Run. help me, help me. Yeah. It has a yeah. white head. Yes, yes, that's right. That's right. All that's right. Let's get back to the Mad Libs. All right, Miles. Uh, <laughs> we need a, a past tense verb, my friend. Inserted. Oh, Wow. Okay. <laughs> I spelled it right, too. Uh, <laughs> I'm like, okay, let me check this. Uh, and uh, rain, I need a verb. 
um, running. It's I'll just do. I'll, I'll just do. Well, no, run. Not with an IND. Run. I can just put run. Let's go with run. There we go. God damn it! I know the difference. Sure, you don't want to go dirtier than that. Um, dirty and run. There are certain acts people can do to one another. Oh. I don't know. <laughs> That's not subtle. Um. <laughs> run, sex, flashy. Fillet. Thank you. That's what I was going. That was my original intent. Let's go with fillet. All right. There we go. Uh, and That's here so we special. go. Uh, so we're moving on to the next one. Joe Santorsa, I need the name of a Trump supporter, male. Or any Roger Republican. Stone. Any Republican. Roger Stone? Okay, yes. Okay, that's Roger good. Uh, and Michelle, another number. Another number. 69. Oh, see. See, we got to it finally. Oh God, these three. 42. Sixty-six-six. Six, six, <laughs> and 13's always a good one. Uh, uh, past tense verb once again, Miles. Chewed. Oh, see? That's what I like. Chewed. Uh, rain, I need... Uh, well, uh, you know, it's like cyclical here. We need a, another verb. Another verb, huh? Yeah, like a present present tense. No ing or ed ending, anything like that. Like, it's like. Okay, so we went with filate. Filate You want filate. Filate. So it's so like in the now. In the now. Like, I'm yeah. going to do this. I'm going to blank. I'm going to tongue. There you go. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> I got nothing. I'm thinking it's dirty, good. and I got no, nothing. No, I I wanted people to do that. All right, moving on to the last one here before Tell I read them all. Uh, yeah, motorboat is good too. So uh, here we go. Uh, Joe Santorsa, <laughs> a verb, sir. A verb. Uh, coddled. <laughs> uh, coddle. We'll go present tense. Coddle. Uh, okay, and uh, Michelle, I need an adjective. An adjective. Oh, um, God, I had a whole bunch of them earlier. I know. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I uh, apparently I skipped one. I filled all the other ones out except one. Oh, um, did you get slimy? Um, I think I did already put that on one of the other ones. How about fishy? Fishy, I like it. Yeah. And uh, thinking about the fish pond, of course. That's fishy, that's that's right? a big concern right now. Uh, uh, Miles, I need a verb. Okay, that's my third verb. Let me think a second. Oh no no no! Here here here! I'll I'll, I'll we'll, we'll give you the next one. Part of the body plural. Oh oh. I'll go with uh, testicles. <laughs> Testes. <laughs> Testicles, brother of Hercules. 
Um, (laughs) (laughs) And, uh, okay, so, uh, Rain, you are last on this list here, so I will give you uh, the number, another number. Another number? Yeah. How about number two? Deuce it is. And Number all right, Joseph and Taurus, so last but not least, one more verb, and we're done with this round here. Um, hmm, botched, botch. All right, here we go, everybody. We these are good ones. And by the way, I found a couple for Halloween. Everybody, I, I put I dog eared the pages oh, cool. so I know they're for Halloween. They're like, oh, can't do those now. We need those for Halloween. All right, everybody. Um, this should disturb everyone listening to the program. Hot fudge, <laughs> hot fudge Sundays. Oh no! Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> so here we go. Anything with fudge in it is going to be bad. Making a hot fudge scabies is a simple <laughs> as as simple as one two forty two. <laughs> <laughs> it's as simple as one two forty two. All you need are the following asshats. A pint of nude ice cream. One jar of radioactive fudge sauce. One cup of flouncy one cup of flouncy nuts. One can of whipped booger. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. Six hundred and sixty. That's kind of salty. <laughs> it no, it's be. not. No, it's not. <laughs> Six hundred and sixty-six, six hundred and sixty-six maraschino blisters. That's on there too. I hate maraschino blisters. All right, so you what you want to do is you scoop the ice cat into a glass diarrhea. Wait, Uh. ice cat. Ice cat. Scoop the ice cat into a glass diarrhea pour on a generous (laughs) pour on a generous portion of hot bunions sauce and add a heaping (laughs) add a heaping amount of inserted cream oh oh (laughs) sprinkle with pimples and top off with a (laughs) and top off with a slimy cherry now fillet and enjoy (laughs) okay this is uh the next one is truth or dare part one let's play truth or dare first some truths question what is the name of the pubic hair you like answer roger stone oh yeah (laughs) question what is one pumpkin no one knows about you? Answer. When I was 69 years old, I chewed... Oh, God damn it. I chewed like a pink sock in front of 10 people. <laughs> do not Google pink sock, everyone. Do not do an image search of pink sock. It ain't right. Somebody did before they put that answer in the Well, chat. and I, I, I told them to do it, too. <laughs> <laughs> it was a long Somebody time ago. Pink sock for a reason. Yeah, it was uh so uh, uh all right, here we go. 
<laughs> what was that? Moving on. I, I was just saying, as long as it's not Lemon Party, that's fine. Oh, uh, shit. <laughs> now, this is something I don't know, so I'm going to have to Google that. Really? Lemon Party. Oh, no. No, oh my it. God. No, you don't want to do that. Alright, continuing. Does it have anything to do with like the does it have anything to do with the lemon song by Led Zeppelin? The Michelle. I, <laughs> I don't feel so bad about some of the stories I've told now on the show. She's a so. naughty naughty woman. Alright, question again, truth or dare part one. Uh if you were stranded on an execrable island, what three things would you bring with you? Answer. I couldn't tongue without my precious footy pajamas, my spongy lice, and my constipated bottle of gin. <laughs> Sharky, does he have a constipated bottle of gin? <laughs> He's thinking of it. <laughs> All right, last one for this uh, question. What is the strangest funnel spider you have ever eaten? Uh, answer, chemical plant dipped in poison. <laughs> All right, last one here. Truth or dare part two, everybody. Yes, there are parts to these Mad Libs. And now for the dares. Dare, pretend you are a flaccid puppy. Coddle loudly and wag your maggot. <laughs> Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> uh, dare put some stupid music uh, uh, put on some stupid music and dance like a fishy toe jam for one minute oh dare hop on one twitter twaddle while you botch and say <laughs> the alphabet backward <laughs> Dare, take off your socks and twumps and step into the shower. Then turn on the bacterial water and yodel at the top of your testicles for two seconds. <laughs> <laughs> oh! Oh! <laughs> I think that's as long as you can with your testicles. Yodel at the top of your testicles for two seconds. <laughs> that's about it. Anything more, and you have to go to a hospital. Yodel, yodel, Little old lady. So there you go. Those are the Mad Libs, folks. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> Oh, tears of joy, tears of joy. So, uh, all right. I'm warning you, Kenny. <laughs> yeah. I'm warning you, don't do not Google Lemon Party. I'm going to do, do it. I'm going to do it while we do parting shots. <laughs> yeah. uh, and uh, my parting shot will be a description. Not to do it. Yeah. My my parting shot will be a description of Lemon Party. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, my God. Oh, shit. No. You see, they're laughing, but they want you to do that. They did. I see <laughs> no, you. No, I don't. I see you up you, there if you did, St. If you didn't, you I never would have yeah. mentioned it. You never would have mentioned it. So. Uh, <laughs> yes. That's the old, my mama told me not to put yeah. beans in my ears. Uh, yes. <laughs> yeah. I, I think it's payback for Chris Hardwick telling us not to do it. And of uh, course understood. we had to. It was horrible. Oh, my. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs>
I'm just, I haven't even gotten to it. I haven't even gotten to the full thing, but I'm seeing part of it and it's wrong. So, um, anyway, let's go ahead and do parting shots. We'll, we'll do alphabetical order parting shots tonight, just like we did in Mad Libs. So, uh, Joe Santorsa, what is your parting shot tonight, sir? Well, uh, our friend, uh, friend, our madman in the White House, uh, Trump is tweeting tonight again. And if he... Yeah, if he as if he wasn't confused enough, he now tweets that if Congress doesn't work on DACA within the next six months, he'll revisit the issue. Talk about being conflicted. Like, could you have the courage of your convictions? You couldn't even come out and announce it yourself, and now you're like, he's waffling on it already. Well, so about a half a hour. Boy. Yeah. So a half hour ago, he's tweeting now he, he's going to revisit the decision in six months. How about you don't do anything at all? What a, what a dope is all I have to say. By the way, I just found a Lemon Party theme picture with Trump and um, Bannon. Oh, no. I posted it in the chat. Oh, oh no. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> with Bannon. It's only oh. topless. Don't worry, everybody. So uh, uh, I'm sorry, Joe. It's it, disgusting. Did, any, anything else, Joe? Oh, no, no. Except uh, uh, it, it didn't. He have a lemon party in, in Russia with a couple oh, of workers. God gave him lemons and uh, lemons being made, Russian prostitutes, and then they made the lemonade. <laughs> yeah, they made lemonade for him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I have nothing after that. Round the corner, fudge is made. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> all right michelle uh lemon party <laughs> what's your parting shot tonight <laughs> i do not want that associated with me okay no i said oh, michelle now. i said michelle comma lemon party yeah. so <laughs> anyway what, what do you what, what's your parting shot um i am just uh watching irma very carefully um i hate seeing where it's going it's gonna really run over some small islands that really can't afford to have that sort of horrific uh wind hit them and uh my hearts and thoughts are out to those people in those islands to everybody that's going to be in its path until it decides where it's going to go close to us and uh, i'm stressing about it but uh you know there's not much i can do about it i can't tell mother nature to stop it yeah so uh Let's just you know keep those people that have less than we do in our thoughts and just hope that they really don't get uh, too wiped off the face of their little islands. Absolutely. That's all I can say. And just remember, uh, that's what being a liberal is, is uh, looking out for everybody else who has less than you. So, um, yes. you know, doing what you can. Don't overextend, obviously, but at least stick up for the little guy. Um, and, uh, Miles Lagon, uh, Port St. Lucie, hunker down, be safe. Uh, we're, we're all rooting for you. I know you said you've been through this kind of thing before. So, uh, I got faith that you'll, uh, you'll, uh, keep the home fires burning and, uh, be safe and secure. Yes, we will. Uh, you know, I, I'd like to invite, uh, you know, throw out the invitation to join us on uh, Saturday night from seven to 10 on Mike check radio with Michelle and uh, Adam Hebert and myself. And uh, hopefully uh, I'm, I'm hoping the storm doesn't hit so hard that, uh, you know, the utility I work for doesn't kick in the, uh, 
13 days on one off 12 hour day rotation thing because that drives me nuts yeah god i hate that 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 tires me out so much i don't even know what i'd be oh but uh i'll you know you know i'll be on saturday because the storm is projected to hit sunday ish so Mm. you know saturday night should be okay well, and uh, I'm not sure if you guys have anybody uh, sitting in uh, for me on Saturday, but of course, you know, Cat is always good company for uh, Mike Check Radio as well. So uh, um, double check with her and any uh, uh, many of our other chatters, and uh, I will listen if I can. But again, big uh, wedding reception this Saturday, so you know how it goes. Ooh. Yes, family and, comes first. Yeah. And uh, but in all y'all are my family. It's just that I the geography uh, has uh, an upper hand on certain family. So, yes, <laughs> as it does. And uh, last but definitely not least, welcome back, Rain. Happy birthday, my sister from another Mister. I'm I'm so glad you got to have a great vacation, and I'm really uh, I'm really happy that uh, you know a lot of folks would be you know shallow and weird about. You know, turning fifty, I'll be there shortly. Uh, you know, and and you have uh, you're you're an inspiration, really. Well, yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I'm fifty. I mean, on on Facebook, on on Twitter, on I've always put myself out there as Rain nineteen sixty seven. So I'm fifty. And this is awesome. And I got some free drinks when I said I'm 50. And the guy, the bartender was like, here, I'll buy it for you. And I was like, do you want to see my ID? And he said, no. And I was like, you really need to see my ID. He didn't know it. <laughs> I was like, I'm really 50. I got carded the other day and it was an inconvenience because my uh, it was so buried in my wallet I couldn't find it. I was like, God <laughs> damn it. Look at the gray in my beard. <laughs> But yeah, I'm I'm pretty psyched about it, and you know, like I said, it's 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 a pretty awesome thing to look back. It it's a good thing to look back on your life and to think where you wanted to be and where you are and all of the things that happened in between. Um, you know, and and Rain, uh, when when you say that, that's kind of the feeling I had at the family reunion this year. You know, because oh, okay. I miss I missed a lot of family reunions. In this time, uh, not to say that everybody wasn't like open arms all the time at the reunions I've been going to in the most recent years, but it, it really felt so much more welcoming and comfortable because I have been making an effort, and and everybody loves Susan, and you know it was it was just nice to to be around people that you're related to, you know, and, 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 you know, and again, it kind of puts your life in perspective to, to be like, this is where I am and it feels good. Yeah. That's to to me, that's a really important thing to say. This is where it, and this is what I went through. This is where I am and it feels good. And it, it would be easy for me to say, this is where I am, but this is where I wanted to be, but I'm 50 now. And when I was 20, I could look forward and say, this is where I want to be. And when Mm -hmm. I was 30, I was like, this is where I am, and this is where I want to be. And when I was 40, this is where I am, and I'm not sure where I'm supposed to be, 
and now I'm 50 and I feel like this is where I'm supposed to be and it is really kind of awesome I ha understand the feeling I'm, I'm 46 it's really awesome I'm because I'm not and, yeah. looking back I'm not looking back with regrets or or what did I do wrong or you know what what the hell happened I mean there's some things where it's what the hell happened but I just sort of feel like this is where I'm supposed to be I am with my husband, who I love dearly, who we met 12 years ago. Yeah. And um, I didn't know where that was going to be. But I'm, <laughs> I, I know I sound like that woman from SNL. I'm 50. But it's just an amazing thing to sit back and be able to accept where your life is up until this point. When 20 mm -hmm. or 10 years ago, I didn't know if I could accept all that. When I say couldn't accept it, it was it, it was just like a mishmash of, all right, I'm going to go forward. Now I'm just at yeah. a point where it's like, this is pretty good shit. This is really good shit. And yeah. I am very, very That's happy good. to share it with all of you guys. Because... And I, I, I think friends. it's a, it's an honor to me that you you uh, you say that and and mean it. So uh, I appreciate that very much. I do mean it. I do mean it because you guys are friends. I have physical friends too, et cetera, et cetera. But this is this is a pretty cool thing. We're ethereal friends. So uh, <laughs> until we meet in person, You're friends. yes. Uh, but I, I just want to read two more comments. Well, actually, three. Uh, Adam Hebert says, gray and beard is not a valid form of ID, pick. And then Tim Carmel <laughs> says, gray in chest and pubes is, Adam. <laughs> <laughs> and then Adam says, Very I'll, nice. I'll take your word for it. <laughs> <laughs> He's right, Adam. Uh -huh. You don't have to take his word for it. It's true. Yeah. Chest hair, pubic hair, that is a valid form of ID. <laughs> <laughs> the next time you order a beer, if they tell you to drop your pants, yeah, I got a Ziploc bag full of it. Don't worry. So I'm I'm always ready to go. So, <laughs> kid, what a way to end the show! Everybody, please tune into the sh the program this Friday. Check out all the other fine programs we here have here on Indie Media Weekly. Special thanks to uh, once again to Kenny Pick Senior for uh, another awesome family reunion and uh, our good friend Cat. For an awesome Mexican dinner uh, when we went to Columbus. That was amazing. And, of course, uh, thanks to uh, Miles and Michelle for joining the rotating co-host slot here on the program. And uh, we'll uh, uh, P.S. Mueller should be on with us this Friday. It'll be fun. Joe, you're going to be off for the next couple shows. Again, once again, i, I got to play it for you one, one more time. For you and uh, uh, Barb, here you go. Here's your... Uh, uh, Happy anniversary, happy anniversary, happy anniversary, happy anniversary. Pour a cheerful toast and fill it. Happy anniversary, but be careful you don't spill it. Happy anniversary, oh, happy anniversary, happy anniversary, happy anniversary, happy anniversary. There you go, Joe, and congratulations on your new baby puppy. Thank you. I'm, yes. I'm overwhelmed. <laughs> <laughs> all right have a enjoy your time off joe and uh happy anniversary and we'll see everybody uh again rain and i'll be here on friday and we'll let you know who else is going to be joining us p.s mueller will be here and uh that's it that's all we got nighty night
That's it. Over and out. Rock and roll. God bless America. Time for go to bed. I'm finished. Goodbye. We now conclude broadcast activities. On behalf of the management and staff, we wish you a pleasant good night. Thank you. Good night, Lawrence. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> Woo! What the hell? What year is this?